Hey, uh, kid, why are you so salty? I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, no, 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 but you need to talk about it. Hey, it's not my fault. Whoa, we didn't talk about fault here. Yeah, where's your bike at? Not my fault. I'm gonna shit, shit the bed. I gotta go sell some drugs now. Pay for it. Whoa, 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 what do you mean sell drugs? Yeah, like you're talking about weed? Yeah, weed. That ain't a drug. Yeah, come on. Every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic jackets on the record albums have their own Welcome to another edition of the Adam Dunn Show. I'm your host, Adam Dunn. And I'm your co-host, Mitch Chinasa. And that's our secretary over there, the kid. Is he getting calls in? Yeah, we're already blowing up. So the kid telethon is live and in effect. If like you to make a donation to yeah. getting the kid out to Chalice to help us produce our Chalice judging episodes better, send a PayPal to info at adamdunshow.com. Yeah, you see, specify well the kid. In, specify. Yeah, put the kid in the four line. And whenever, if you do send a PayPal, make sure you send for friends and family. Otherwise, PayPal will take 20%. Exactly, or whatever they And take. obviously, the kid Wait, is, really? is, is not your family, so they so take 20%. I guess he's your friend. I guess he's your friend. We're your friends. Yeah. And you can just put on the four line kid to. Chalice, and we will be able to. And do that will, and that will somehow karmically get us on time on the next show because not only that, but we'll he'll, be, be, not, he'll be less salty, and he won't really. He'll come into the studio, less and salty. he'll be all psyched. He'll and, be and psyched. He'll come in on a weekend and have it all ready instead of trying. I don't to know whose microphone this used to be. What happened? It smells funny. It smells, it smells funny. funny. Like what? It smells like balls, dude. Like balls. <laughs> Tell us how you know how, what how balls smell like. No balls. You don't know what your balls smell like. You don't know what you, what your balls smell like. They smell like your balls, is what you're saying. My they nose smell is like all balls. My... I mean, all balls like that. Dirty. Oh, dirty. so of all the balls you've smelled, they all <laughs> smell pretty similar, is what you're saying. If, you're the, you're you the master smell, of. Balls I would assume. Yes. I would assume that yeah. everybody's ball sweat smells you, the same as everybody you, else's you, ball sweat, right? So when you fantasize about other people's balls smelling the same, I expect them to smell the same. You oh want God. them to smell the same. Right. That's what you need. That's what this mic smells like. Uh. <laughs> You're a very demanding ball <laughs> So you're really happy with that smell. Like, yeah, like dirty, filthy sex smell. You know what I mean? That's what this mic smells like right now. I'm not lying. It's disgusting. It's making me sick. I think or you mean it's turning it's, you on. It's probably your old mic. You just forgot. Have to it Did out. someone crotch carry it up? I think we have to swap out. God, all right. Well, anyway, <laughs> do not set your clocks to the Adam Dunn show, believe me. If you do, you will be late all the time. Yeah, no, let me just, just like, say, yeah, yeah, if you count on us to, like, work your day around, yeah, yeah bad idea. Yeah, bad idea. But, bad but luckily, idea. it's being recorded, so that means you can always go back and catch up where we completely left off. Yeah, let me, uh, can I have my other yearbook, please? Yeah. What, you're going to double... Double well, stack. I the shot that that uh, bike gave me. Triple too. stacking. Triple stack. No. This is it. He's turning. You will get it in the second hour. No, neurotic. Neurotic much. How much is this one? So uh, same as a can. Yes. It's again hot as balls, like yeah, sniffing smelly balls. Like, what was yeah, it? Yeah, that's why it smells. Yeah. There you go. Maybe it's your own balls. It's not my own balls. I showered your, this morning. <laughs> it's not my balls. It's not my balls. 
Stop. <laughs> 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 microphone. Do we have a? Do we have a? Uh, we have some sort of. Bike. Do you have news? Do I have news? Yeah. Can you look up? Here's some news. Can you? Kid likes a smell of balls. Oh wait, congratulations, Oregon. That's our big news, right? Well, yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yes, we saw you all on the bridge last night. We celebrating. Celebrating. We seen it. Yeah. They now. What's the deal over there? They can just smoke everywhere. They can smoke and and. You know what else I don't understand? Why didn't it just go into effect immediately like it did here? When did it go into effect immediately here? Uh, 2012, November 30th, 2012? No, it didn't go into effect immediately. Seems like it did. They started, uh... January went into effect, but it was also like... It was was a year and and two months. No, no, no. no. That's when stores opened up. Right. But they started... You could have up to an ounce and do all the trade. Yeah, you could... Exactly. It's just how they wrote it. They wrote it Oregonianly. Why is their court only open three days a week? Because they don't arrest a lot of people there. It's a really non-violent place. Safe? No? No. No. So they, the voicemail on the well, court says it's due to budget cuts. Oh. So, uh, how was the week? How's everybody's week? It's still going on. How well, was how's the past? So no, far? Our weeks are Wednesday to Wednesday. We don't care. Oh, so, so the past seven days have been pretty long. It's, I was this morning, I said, wow, it seems like longer than seven days. Really? I think it's just because it's so freaking hot. Freaking hot. Uh, Last week, uh, we all melted. Days just blend into each other. I had my final birthday week. All our so balls would smell yeah. the same at that point. <laughs> yeah, all the balls would be sort of in the same. It's like a, it's like the volcano. It's like the uh, the vaporizer of ball smell, right? Just yeah, yeah. Neutralize it's like everything. burnt popcorn yeah. ball scent. <laughs> it all ends up like that. But uh, no, I had my finished off my uh, birthday week with the kid. So not, not that, with that, that kid. kid. Not that kid. My the real kid, the real child. Mouse uh, house. Mouse house. Exactly. <laughs> It was good. We made, a slip, we made a slip and slide. It was okay. It was hard to make. It's hard to make a slip and slide. You know that. Oh, you yeah. buy a slip and slide. No, they don't make good ones. They're like what are you obviously neither do you. You make them. make better ones than Trash you bags? No, I mean, no. You get a tarp, right? No, I had no tarp's not good. It's and like a bunch the, of lube. I got yeah. We needed. That's the thing. Is Tanner was all about getting like pounds of lube and lube it up. And I was like, yeah, that's, it sounds really dedicated at that point. You know what I mean? So, but well, you need more soap. You need. Sh- let me just say, slip and slides are like fifty bucks for a good one. Where do you see good slip and slides? Toys R Us. Nah. Walmart. All I saw was these little stupid He's lying. Ones. They were all these little stupid things that were 16 feet long. I was like, that isn't... That's we'll get big. six of them. No, but then they had... Go like, around corners, no, build banks. yeah. Get some we, speed built up. Well, that's the only thing. Now we, now we understand what we're going to do. We're going to beef up that shit next year. You need to just take one of the hills at the farm... And that's when you do what you do with the that's tarp. Where it was. I went on the sidewalk. Where do you think? No, but no, but it needs to be like <laughs> a hill that's not. Oh safe for shit! Children. I was going. I was going uphill. Going uphill? No, yeah. it needs to be like a serious hill, <laughs> like a hill, hill. Yeah. And put like a big old jump at the bottom. And that's when everyone gets hurt. Yeah. It's, it's all fun and games till you build a jump on a fucking slip and slide. And, and you make it go into a sure. pool, dude. And then somebody ah. just loses. Like either it's always a collarbone on those things that come down and pow. So. But um, I've done my collarbone. Have you ever done it? No. It's some. It's like adult strength pain. I've never felt anything like that before. It's real. I've real only had like pain. I've really had kid injuries my whole life, and then I broke my collarbone. And I was like, oh. And I hear pretty much unless it's so bad that you need surgery, there's really nothing that you can do, right? You just have to put it in a sling. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. The Percocets don't even feel good when you're in that much pain. No, that sounds horrible. It's like anything in your anything like that. It's kind of like all of a sudden you're like, how do I do anything? Because right? it <laughs> affects every fucking part. But no, no, no injuries. We we survived. How, what you and you you failed to show up. So there you go. You I, I was updating our podcast I'm and glad our. Glad you did something for the show. And big news: what? we're fucking back on YouTube. Whoa! The new episodes are uploaded. I haven't published them yet because I, I just want to make sure we're following all the rules, so we don't get kicked off again immediately. Thanks but, to the 
sour guys because they kicked us off? Uh, we don't know. Possibly we, because we were monetizing videos. Oh, my God. Possibly, we made how much money? What a jerk. $28. $28 whole dollars. You're not allowed to monetize videos if you have advertisers or sponsors. Ah. Possibly because someone was just an asshole. Possibly because we were using copyrighted music. You know, there's a lot of things. Oh. Kid, what happened there? Having we turned off the monetization <laughs> and we think it should be fine. If it's the music, you get an email. No, nope, you get a pop there. a layover on your screen actually. For what? For saying, not having mm-hmm. recorded music. I've For always gotten an email rights. saying that you have 24 hours to produce the rights to this song, otherwise your video will be taken down. Well, that's not what happened here. No. So, but yeah, no monetization means we should be fine. Cool. Do you have that sound? The, the your favorite sound? I absolutely do. You're gonna do what the fox say? No. Hey, what happened to my intro? What happened to my It played at the very beginning. Are you high? I didn't hear it. I didn't see it. Oregon marijuana enthusiasts hold weed and seed giveaways. Legalization takes effect. Oregon lawmakers passed several bills on Tuesday, allowing retail sales regulated by the Liquor Control Commission to start in late 2016 as the state prepared for its entry into the world of legal marijuana, the Oregonian reports. Legalization took effect Wednesday, and pot enthusiasts weren't waiting until the stores opened to celebrate. A large crowd got together for early Wednesday morning near a landmark sign in Portland to share their stashes. From CBS affiliate KOIN, on July 1st, Oregon joined Colorado, Washington, Washington, D.C., and Alaska in legalizing recreational marijuana. Those over the age of 21 can now legally carry one ounce of pot and can possess up to eight ounces and four plants at home. Pot advocates gathered at the Burnside Bridge early Wednesday morning to hand out weed and marijuana seeds in celebration of the new law. However, lighting up in public is still unlawful, and police said they expected many to hit the streets once the clock struck midnight. We anticipate there are going to be a lot of people that will immediately go out and start smoking, maybe in public areas. Portland Police Sergeant Pete Simpson told KOIN 6 News, We really encourage people to use... Uh, private locations in their homes and be respectful of the fact that there are a lot of people who don't want to smell it. Where are they? I don't know any of those people. They probably would stay inside at nighttime. <laughs> you know that? It's that. I felt like that was always like the biggest concern, though. My mom. I mean, she's you know cool with it now, but it, back in the day, that was the biggest thing. She thought it she, smelled. She just didn't like the smell. Terrible, even just yeah. I mean, I remember when I was in school, they actually did the, the classic where the guy like lights up some rope and burns it, and then goes, "That's what marijuana smells like." And I was all like, "Are you fucking kidding me? That smells terrible." It was, like, it was not, hair. Yeah, it was like burned hair or something. But yeah, literally a piece of rope, like hemp rope, and fucking burned it. There was a there was a high school. I remember reading an article. It was probably a week ago, but they one of the uh, I think it was the health teacher, but it might have been one of the student aides. But it was either the health teacher or the student aide, but she actually got fired from her job because she brought in marijuana, lit the marijuana, lit so the that mar- the mar- children the ma- could the then marijuana. say, Look, like this, this is what cannabis smells like. Drugs. You smell it. This is this a is drug the, This dealer. is what you need to report, is this smell specifically. And of then somebody dealers. went home and was like, I know what weed smells like, and my teacher lit And then, boom. Drug dealer. Probably kick her door in. Because, well, she's probably a drug dealer, you know? Drug dealer. I mean, oh, it's an obvious drug dealer. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, pushing on kids, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah little kids. Terrible. They're going down. It was bad. And what grade was this? Uh, I don't know. This is when Ryan was in second grade. Yeah, girl. this happened to me. It's a true story. Right. Oh, no. Drug- Before balls had a scent. I was the kid who went home and was like, Mommy. Yeah. Of course you News, news, news. Tattle fucking. Philly 420 PA medical marijuana becomes political circus. 
Oh. <laughs> I shook my hands too soon. New bill introduced today joins two others already languishing in Harrisburg. Legislators in Harrisburg are making strange moves on medical marijuana since 2009. A number of active bills have languished in the General Assembly. Suddenly, the state reps have a match slip between their toes on the issue, but that has sent them running full speed in the wrong direction. The latest actions on medical marijuana have also revealed a serious three-way split in the state's normally unified Republican Party. Stay with me for the following play-by-play because it involves some deep politics. Earlier this year, the, B- the PA Senate passed a limited medical marijuana bill 40-7. to 7. The bill, SB3, doesn't propose full access like Maine, Michigan, or other states. Instead, it allows a limited number of cannabis products, oils, tinctures, and topical creams for a very short list of conditions. The bill prohibits smoking it and growing it at home. Vaporization of oils will be permitted only for three qualifying conditions. So Representative Matt Baker was holding SB3 hostage in the House Health Committee. Advocates, parents, military veterans, medical, medical professionals, and even television host Montel Williams called out Baker to move the bill forward, but the legislator did not budge. Baker has always been an opponent of cannabis therapy, citing cherry-picked studies in federal law. As chairman, he promised he would not allow the committee to vote on the bill. Recently, Baker started to catch significant heat from his colleagues, including many within his own party. Last week, Representative Nick Micarelli launched a rarely employed process called the Discharge Petition. It requires 25 fellow representatives to sign on and would have wrenched SB3 out of Baker's committee. The discharge could have forced a vote on medical marijuana would have forced a vote on medical marijuana go to the House floor for a vote. That doesn't even make... I know. That's, not, I, that's why I paused. Sometimes force votes House floor marijuana. This is... I, you know what? It's Philadelphia news, but I don't Yo, know. Yeah, there you go. It's, it's typical... What are you trying to say? <laughs> Yo, I know. I'm surprised it even made sense up to you that like point, actually. News? Obviously, Yo, you don't. Obviously. My news has gotten me this far for 25 years. Yeah, I think clearly. <laughs> news, news, news. Right. Oh, man. That, this far? Thus far. Thus far. This far, this far? <laughs> Stricter law July 1st for home hash oil in Colorado. Did you see what else happens on July 1st? That a lot there's a, Is that like today? That's today. That's the today. cyber bullying law goes into effect. As well. That has nothing to do with weed. Well, yeah. it was in the same article, it was the hash that. oil and the cyber bullying in Colorado. That's oh. lame, but I'm all about the cyber bullying. Thing. People who make marijuana. You getting, you getting picked on online, David? <laughs> no. No, I'm just... All right, you guys can laugh all you want. That's a serious This is topic. not cyberbullying just because we're on the internet picking on you. No, I'm just I'm just saying shit's not cool, so I'm all for it. Just saying. You're it's all for cyberbullying? No. Sounds like someone who's been Dude, bullied. Just read the fucking news, man. Jesus people, Christ. People who make marijuana hash oil with hazardous materials at home will face felony charges in Colorado. And online bullies will be subject to penalties for harassment under new state laws taking effect Wednesday. Okay. <laughs> like this, manufacturers of pot concentrates won't be affected by the new law, but amateur cooks will be charged if they use materials like a fam- flammable liquid chemical or compressed gas, both of which have been linked to explosions. More than 30 butane explosions were connected to hash production in 2014. One of the sponsors of the law, Representative Yulin Willett, said that one benefit of the legislation is that it will allow law enforcement to make arrests before there's an explosion, rather than prosecuting cases after the fact. Many jurisdictions felt that their hands were tied, and they could only respond after an accident. This is never going to work. Yeah, it's, never, it's not going to make a goddamn difference. How would you ever know that I just went out to a head shop and bought a couple cans of butane and sprayed down a few ounces? How would you know? Well, I'm Unless gonna... I blew my house up. I will keep reading it. It's unknown how many of the explosions from last year resulted in prosecution on charges such as arson or criminal mischief, Amateur manufacturers of marijuana concentrates will now also face a Class II drug felony. 
With the cyberbullying law, offenders will be subject to a misdemeanor harassment charge punishable by as much as $750 in fines and up to six months in county jail. Six months in jail for open blasting. No, no. Yep. Hey, what are you in for? For cyberbullying. For, for oh. cyberbullying. That's good, right? It should be. At so least oh, then you're, oh, a year. Oh, here we go. First bring, call. Let's do it. Bring him on. We gotta go. Bring him on. Bring him on. Welcome to the Adam Dunn Show. Yo, who do we got? Oh, what's going on? What's up, man? I just had a quick question, man. Yeah, man. I'm about to head out right now, but uh, I was wondering if you guys got to talk to any debaters yet. I just woke up. Oh, no, they're, we're running late. We're running about an hour late, so we were expecting them to call, and they're calling in any minute. Oh, word. All right, awesome. All right. Cool, man. No worries. Thanks, bud. Enjoy the show. Thanks, yeah, bro. thanks. You too. So, Adam, what I didn't show you and what I didn't show the kid yet is now I have photographic evidence of Adam Dunshow Project Mayhem all up in this dry cleaners. Every oh, yeah. shirt with a pocket. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll wait, show it to you. Wait, right. say that again. What what part did you miss? I pretty much all of it. I have photographic evidence. Okay. Of the Adam Dunshow Project Mayhem all up in the dry cleaners. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I can't stop smelling my mic. <laughs> You can't stop the smell. I love the smell of balls. <laughs> I'm changing it out right turn now. Turn it around, kid. Take that mic condom off. Turn turn around turn around the it's windsock. Full of fecal mites, anyways. <laughs> fecal mites. There you go. What are you, uh, what are you doing? What's going on? I'm here? trying to find this thing oh for me. Are you really? Yeah. Put it in a in a in a ziploc and save it for when you get home. <laughs> give it to give it to John. He can analyze it and see what kind of E. coli or whatever yeah. is going yeah, on. Yeah, see there. what kind of balls you need to hunt down. <laughs> see. What, See, match the face to the balls. <laughs> he is a genetics guy. He can no, do. He, he can take just, a sample from everyone, and then he can take a sample him from the mic. And he mic. sniffs everybody's balls. He'll be able to tell whose balls they were. That's the easiest way to figure it out. Uh, but you gotta be blindfolded, otherwise you're gonna be like biased. Be like, can someone hit the news button, please? I'll do it. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to untangle uh, my ball mic, but I can. I can hit you with some news. Hey, first news. Yes, news. 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 How about this one out of Arizona? Agency seven thousand one hundred pounds of marijuana south of Tucson. It's on Mexi or like real weed. Tucson is gonna be Mexi. I mean, that's what Mike calls Mexi. Adam calls Mexi. I would I would expect Mexi that much weight. Yeah. Special agents with the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement Agency made the largest single day seizure of marijuana this fiscal year in Arizona. More than three tons of marijuana near the border south of Tucson. According to a press release. So south of Tucson, near the border. Okay. Yeah, obviously. Methville. Uh, the seizure of 7,100 pounds of marijuana happened over the course of three separate incidents. According to the release, first agents discovered a vehicle with 2,600 pounds of marijuana. And then they were like, whoa, whoa, what's that? There's another one. <laughs> While agents were following lead from the initial seizure, they discovered 1,600 pounds of marijuana in an abandoned residence in Bisbee, the release stated. So wow, go play in those abandoned houses, kids. Three days later, agents discovered a person in a remote area of desert near Bisbee whom agents believed to be connected with the case. The person was taken to a local hospital by air ambulance to be treated for heat-related medical issues and will be placed into ICE custody upon release. Matt Allen said uh, the special agent in charge of Homeland Security investigations in Arizona said it was a prime example of the department's ability to, quote, disrupt the flow of drugs into the United States. So, kid, you're, you're a big fan of the Matt Allen view. 
of marijuana. I'm a big fan of when people talk into their mics too. So can you can you give it a little a little, little shift over there? Yeah, yeah. there you go. Sweet spot. The Matt Allen oh. view of marijuana. So what's the Matt Allen view of marijuana? That marijuana is drugs. But it's, drugs. That's not what I said. Drugs. That's not how Matt I Allen, the special agent in charge of Homeland Security <laughs> investigations in Arizona, said it is a prime example of the department's ability to quote disrupt the flow of drugs into the United States. Not anymore. No, you changed your mind. Not, no, oh, you're, you're not. We have changed we're, his we're mind. On the air. You're twisting Official. words. No, you're twisting. Just no, saying. you were yelling the words. <laughs> it is a drug. No, before okay. we went live. I, ju- I never said that. I agree with that standpoint. I am just saying that in the eyes of the law, in the eyes of society, we love what. What? Can I seriously have my ear back though? I'm like extremely parched. So unless, unless uh, Paul Jerk is coming and bringing us some delicious moss juice. He said he's doing that every day. Yeah, but he's not. Did you call him? You I didn't bring a drink because I was expecting him to. He better. Yo, that, that hibiscus <laughs> juice was like bomb. Yeah, anything he brings. Hold on, JJ just gave me two packs of seeds and I need to hear what he said about it. Boom, phone calls coming in. Are we on the air yet or no? Okay. Yo, welcome to the Adam Dunn Show. Who are we talking to? Hey, this is Nelson from Project Mayhem. My internet cut off when I heard you guys talking about it, so I wanted to call in. Yeah, our internet uh, flickered for a second, but... Uh, we got hacked. We got hacked. We got hacked for a second here. Oh, but man. That's yeah, okay. Well. That's all right. That's all right. We're used to it. Uh, <laughs> so I'm about yeah, to show... Nelson, I'm about to show the pictures to Adam. Yeah, we haven't got to oh, see okay. any. We were just literally... Right, right here. It was It was then that our internet got hacked. That's why we thought maybe... By Project the government been, trying to keep <laughs> us down. <laughs> had been done. So there's, I don't know why you just threw them in the washing machine, bud. I don't know how that helps, but it's a cool picture. And then, yeah, uh, I was there for the picture because I thought you would like that, but the rest of them are enclosed. Yeah, that's in that guy's jacket. Nice. Uh, here's this in this person's pocket. Uh, here's an Adam Dunshow flag in another jacket pocket. Here's a row of shirts or uh, suit jackets all wrapped up, ready to leave the dispensary nice. with the Adam Dunshow skull or the dispensary. <laughs> <laughs> the. Dry cleaners. There's it in the slacks. Now you didn't just put it in the pocket and take a picture and then take it out, did you? No, no. Here's one all closed and sealed. Here's one all closed and sealed with it right there in the pocket. There you go. Here's all the shirts with them in the pocket. This is good. Good work. Good stuff. Yeah, because we I do deliveries to like the surrounding five cities. So all those shirts that went out there, those came in that day and went out that same day. So wait, those all so came wanna, from different dry cleaners, and you're like the central place where it all get, actually gets dry cleaned. Is that? I heard that's how it works. At we a dry do that for other dry cleaners. So yeah, we basically pick them up from other places and send them right back out. Nice. Well, so shout out to all our new listeners with fresh clean clothes on yeah. right now. Now we have some listeners who dr- use dry cleaners. We never had those before. <laughs> we're, we're, we're moving up. In we the were low in the dry cleaner demographic. Awesome. Thanks, man. And then uh, I sent you that picture for the cave, but. Did you leave my comments and they won't let me comment anymore? Oh yeah, he's he's the one dude who actually uh, has been trolling K Bud as we asked. Really? Oh, and they keep deleting it. Yeah. So we have one person who's really down for us out there, which so, is great to know. You're pretty much guaranteed at least an unpaid internship. I read some more <laughs> some more stuff about what's going on at K Bud. Do you know Do you know anything about him? Nope. I'm going to tell Matt Ryan really to talk. But besides that, well, it's a millionaire's toy, is what it is. They don't have any sponsors. Oh, I know about it. Okay. Well, where's this millionaire? We need. We need. Yeah, he should sponsor. Gary Ganja us. is the guy's name. He's it's the, not his legal name, right? I, 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 I know so. it's I Mark so. something, but Gary Ganja is more fun to say because it sounds a little douchey. Mark Summers, the guy from Doubleday. Exactly. He's, he's the, the only dead. Mark. No, he's left. No, no, he committed suicide. 
No, no Mark he Summers has is alive. I double dare you to check. Unless he committed suicide in the past twelve months. It was. It was oh wait, really? Yeah, it was like. It was like <laughs> Ooh, it changed uh, everything. No, I'm just trying to make. Hey, it was work. he done? Oh, so he didn't really commit suicide. No, oh, so it wait, sounds like a guy that would. No, he has OCD though. Did you hear that? He has like really crippling OCD. He should get on some cannabis. He's the Does man. that help with that? He's awesome. What doesn't it help with? Besides <laughs> drug test. Got to pass a drug test. Don't smoke something. So I'm um, also give a shout out to uh, Tim and Jordan out there in Rhode Island at the gray area. Rhode Island. Did you know, did you know Come on. No way. The really? Do they, they have the gray haze? The gray haze. Uh, I don't think they have the gray haze. Do they have the Dutch strands? No. No. It's just a, it's a hangout. It's, a spot. it's where we're going to do the uh, ADS when we get it. Nice. Yes. Welcome to the Adam Dunn Show. Who we got on the air? Oh, it's Nelson again. Sorry. I'm, oh. uh, it's cool. Yes, you did. It's cool, buddy. No, we hung up on you, dude. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we hung up on you, boss. <laughs> we, were, we were moving on. <laughs> no. What do you guys want me to do now to troll them since I can't Facebook, son? You know, you could still do the prank call. Just we got to give right. him some something anyways. He's the only one trying. Oh, no, we're going to give him something, but he wants to do something, so. Yeah, yeah. So, hey. We got All right, well, I'm we... definitely working on a prank call and record it for you guys. Thank you, There's man. There's an app you can do that with through your phone. To record it. Yes. All yeah. Right. And you can change your voice with it and shit. Cool. All right, cool. Let's it out. Well, thank you. Sounds good. Sounds All good, right, right on, brother. We got, a, we got a caller coming in. We got to pop you off. Thanks for calling again. All right. Don't call back again. We're hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Adam Dunn Show. Hey, what's up, fellas? It's Matt. Riot, what's going on, buddy? We're going to do shout-outs real quick, and then we're going to get right to you and Lumpa, if that's cool. Sounds good. All right, right on. Uh, Big shout out. out. Go ahead, Adam. Well, to Way to Grow, of course. uh, Colorado's premier grow shop. Seven locations. Uh, Latest one, Silverthorn. My favorite, Platte River. His kid's favorite, Gun Barrel. Gun Barrel. All day. Shouts. Springs. Who's going for the Springs? That's my spot. What are you talking about? Boom, (laughs) Springs. We got Springs. And what about you? Who's your favorite? Fort Collins. All right, original shop. So there's still one or two out there. And at all of them, you can use the code... ADS four twenty. That's right. And you'll What's get. They doing oh no, it's just Adam Dunn show, right? It's just the code. Adam doing, Dunn do show. Light it up now. Light it up sale still. You can get still. no matter what. Just go. It's always a sale if you know the words Adam Dunn show. Man. That's pretty much the deal. Flat River's girl. got uh, all your concentrate gear also, so it's a good spot to go. Um, right on. What's going on? Yeah, this is Lupa. Yo, Yo Lupa, Lupa, what's going on? I think we're uh, we may get cut off here, uh, in which case call right back. It looks like we're having some interesting yeah, Skype trouble. Skype seems to just be frozen. Herpes. With the call, even we got we got Skype herpes. We'll keep Skype doing our shout outs and uh, Lupa. If it if it ends up dropping, you please call us well, back. Yeah, just call right us back in, right, in yeah. sixty seconds. Yeah, no worries, brother. Thanks, guys. Cool. Thanks, brother. Uh, and then uh, we got of course shout out Dark Horse Genetics. Check them out. Check out the website darkhorsegenetics.com. Of course, the store's up there. Uh, of course the. All the info you can possibly want. You can also connect uh, directly with them with the Dark Horse app that's available on the iTunes store. I just downloaded it on Google Play. It's really actually quite easy. And I got a message that he did a seed drop on Sunday. Like, boom, new seed drop. You get in there before everyone else. Uh, of course, big, big shout out uh, to Jason and the Dark Horse boys. We're going to try to link up with them again when we're out in uh, Cali for Chalice. And uh, while we're talking about Chalice, don't forget, if you want to help bring the kid out to Chalice, that's PayPal right. to info at adamdunshow.com. The kid. With, with uh, the memo, the kid, and it will go to 
bringing the kid out to Chalice. Yeah, and I think, donate, you know listen, what? your donation amount should reflect the fact, you know, he has 20 grand saved up to buy a brand new bike. Oh, yeah, but he can't well, spend no, that on it. He can't spend that on a ticket. No. If we <laughs> get me out to Chalice, though, I'm going to bring the camera and do a bunch of cool videos. Get yourself a new Vapor Brothers 2VB2. Oh, oh, we'll oh, get yeah, us a, a new sponsor, hopefully, from the guys over at Vapor Brothers. So Right um, on. Cool. So, uh, also, of course, speaking of sponsors, big shout-out to Incredibles Edibles. Kid, you love them so much, you're rubbing your nipples. Rubbing the nips. Yeah. They're so good. I know, like, Name them all. Sense. Name them all while you're wearing the shirt. Oh, and yes. look at the camera. Okay, go, go. so the Boulder Bar, the Monkey Bar, the Cookies and Cream Bar, the Peaches and Dream Bar, the Strawberry Crunch Bar, the um, Peanut Butter Buddha, Mile High, the Mile Higher, the uh, Fireberry Bar, the Firecracker Bar, the Afgato Bar, um, there's the Boulder Bar, and then I also believe that there's a Blueberry Bliss Bar. And the Makiba bar, along with a bunch of gummies, and now we, is anybody, is anybody listening to him, or are we just all? I know. Pretty sure I got we all fade off. We all just faded off. I probably forgot a few, but yeah. I mean, uh, needless to say, could you count? Did you count? Amounts. Yeah, I was counting my and hands. How and how long did you count? And then you got past two hands, and you were like, "What do I do?" I don't know what the numbers are now. Do any of them remind you of balls? Do any of them remind you of balls? I'm pretty sure. And which one smells the most like balls? <laughs> the Makiba you bar. You're the expert. Makiba bar must yeah. be right. That'd be hippie balls. Uh, and of course, big <laughs> big shout out to uh, AU Extracts holding it down. Oregon, Colorado, nationwide soon. Teaming uh, up with Dark Horse Genetics also on some on some things and with THC. So they're <laughs> going to be making some big moves around here. Yo. Is that a jet fighter coming down? Jet fighter coming down and take the kid away for Black a hawk solicitation hawk. of money. Oh, <laughs> you know you can't solicit money on the air like that. Uh, and, now, <laughs> and now, uh, of course, we've got to give a big, big shout-out to uh, Build a Soil, who sponsored last week's episode. That's right. I was, uh, I was watching some of his videos. What you think? Cool shit. Cool shit. If you want to make your own worms, make your own dirt, make, make worms. Grow no-till. <laughs> it seems like a lot of work up front, but when you go no-till... You just do it once, and then it stays. You don't have to, like, trans- get rid of your root ball, remix all your soil. It just stays. You keep running the same system. You top dress it. You feed the soil. Uh said root ball. Don't, don't get excited. <laughs> Singular. <laughs> just one. Just one ball of root. Nope. So <laughs> the kid's going to get revenge on like you. Oh, yeah. that's, salty, that's, salty. That's a revenge nod. Salty balls. See salty one. balls Ooh. over there. What's up, salty balls? <laughs> so, <laughs> so... <laughs> Don't waste too much energy on that. And of course, <laughs> of course, we got to give a big shout out uh, to the Elite Cannabis crew. I have a message here from the boss man himself that I want to bring everyone up to speed with. And while we're doing that, uh, shout out to Dope Magazine, holding it down for the ADS uh, pretty much constantly. And of course, big shout out to uh, everybody out there uh, at Chalice Hitman Crew for bringing us out, giving Adam and I the uh, judging. Positions. Uh, here's what Bomb Villain said to me. He wants to promo Mary's Nutritionals, which is nationally available. If you need CBD anywhere in the country, you can hire, holler at them, eliteorganicsupply.com, or you can go actually to marysnutritionals.com and Mary's Pets. Go to Mary Pet Shop, marysPetShop.com. Get CBD for your ailing pets. I know that helped my dog a lot when she was getting old. I mean, even THC was helping her a lot. I don't think we even had CBD. Uh, and of course, Elite Organic Supply, Elite Cannabis, Elite Dankness, all those great ventures. We'll talk more about those later. Right now, I think we got Lupa on the line again, yes? I didn't hear any. Yeah, we're here. 
Do, who do we got on the line? Oh, I'm here. Matt's this there. Matt. Okay, oh, no, he right. wasn't on the line. He's going to come back, I'm sure. All right, we got to get Lumpa back on the line. So he if you want to send minute. him a message, tell him we're ready. Matt, are you wearing your Fez hat today? Okay. Uh, no, I'm not wearing the Fez hat, but did you like that? Isn't that fucking that's badass? That's very, movie? very fucking Matt. Fez? That's very Riot. It's very Riot. Yeah. You better wear it to the... I'm going to put this... You gotta wear a kilt. You gotta wear that, a kilt, and some like some fucking cowboy boots. That'd be like a good. You know, then you can get back into the DSI. <laughs> Work that picture into your marketing. There's Lupa. I see that. That's the new look. <laughs> Welcome to the Adam Dunn Show. Hey, this is Lupa. All right, we got Lupa and Riot. So, uh, Matt, you were saying you guys are gonna do a tour, talking at collectives, dispensaries, wherever, pretty much doing this, yeah. right? Yeah, we're just starting to put it together, trying to figure out what we're going to talk about in the first place. I mean, there's a plethora of things we can go over, but yeah, we're just trying to put it together right now. I'll see where there's interest, like what cities have interest, who's willing to help us out in each city. And uh, yeah, we're stoked about it. Well, right on. Uh, yeah, it's it's interesting because, you know, like like me and Matt, you know, have been around a while, especially with the online marijuana community. You know, and we always talk to other stoners and connoisseurs, um, but what needs to happen is, uh, you know, the general public that is just getting into this for various reasons, and especially the medical community, aren't really educated about what's really going on with genetics and the medical side of things, and so we want to start branching out and talking to these people that it's all brand new. You know, there's a lot of parents with children that have no idea about this plant. Um, and the general public just, you know, we thought we'd help out, uh, help educate them, you know, at least as far as we can. Sounds good. So uh, you guys have, are you working on like a shtick? Is it going to be like... Like funny, or is it just going to be run like run DMC shit? Yeah, or like, be like you know, boom, boom, finish each other's sentences, like, like we do. We got to finish each other's sentences. That's the deal. <laughs> when am I not funny? I'm always funny. I think well, I'm of funny. It's going to be funny, especially but, when they get you to know, see you. They're going to be serious in that. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be serious in that. There's going to be a lot of people with a lot of questions, and but yeah, it'll be a good time. Right on. Well, we're not necessarily going to ask you for a preview of that because that's kind of what we do here for three hours a week, and. <laughs> you know, can't get, can't get outshined yeah. on our own show. Yeah, we would, but, we'd hate it if you guys were better than us. Right but now, so. we want to at least get into the stuff that's probably too deep for the general public. Uh, you know, your guys' knowledge of genetics, uh, even talking about your own work that you do, you know, what what do you look for when you're breeding? What are what are the traits that you're trying to bring out in your lines? What are You know, things of that nature. Oh, well, you know, I, I'll tell you, you know, I've been – I mainly have been working with, you, you know, my, the loom, my Lumpa headband. Um, and as we all know, well, at least a lot of us growers know that, especially in outdoors, the OGs are just, yeah, just, they're a bitch, you know. They, they just are frail and break and they want to go late into the season unless you black box them. Um, so a lo we've done a lot of breeding work to try to create an OG varietal that will grow indoors and out. Um, but, you know, the breeding is a, is, a, is a long process to get it to where, you know, you really want it. Um, we don't generally just do F1, you know, we don't throw 30 females in a room with a male and call out we have 30 strains. Um, most of our baseline genetics we've been breeding for over seven years. We've gone through over 6,000 females in the selection process. Um, so we were able to capture 
we were able to capture, um, uh, you know, a lot of the positive traits as far as vigor and strength, carrying over the OG smell and taste and the high, um, and, and, and improving its outdoor finish time. Um, and that's kind of it's been the, the big process. But as far as bringing something to the people that is reliable, that someone can buy some seeds and actually find a plant that's a keeper instead of, you know, the one in hundred person out there and one guy finds something good, you know, we want everyone to find something good, you know, and not have to buy 10 packs to do it, you know. So we do a lot of the breeding work for people already. So, I mean, all the work's been done. All people have to do is just pop the seeds and in a 10 pack they'll find something that they're going to keep. And that was a discussion I was just having earlier today. We were talking about the difference between, actually a listener sent us this email, and then I was talking about it with the kid earlier, the difference between a pollen chucker and a breeder, and, and just how, many, how, how much intention and how much work goes into the difference between just, you know, making some F1s or, and actually putting in the work to breed something and make your own distinct lineage. Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, and it's definitely how... Go ahead, Lupa. No, go ahead, Matt. Oh, no, I was just going to say, it's definitely also how well the, per- the breeder knows the lines are working. You know, like a lot of people just grab clones and right away, bam, knock out the newest thing as quick as possible. You know, that, that's a major difference. Can you, can you describe what you're talking others. about as far as that knowledge? That's, that's something that I tried to try to describe, and it's like it's a certain intuition about what's going to happen when you work with a certain thing, but it's more than that. Can you talk about it in your experience? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, like, let's say, my, for example, Girl Scout cookies. When I first got that cut, I ran it seven different ways, you know, like seven different kinds of environments over a period of time to see all of its different traits it throws out just from the environmental changes before I even start breeding with it. There's no real way to predict how a plant's going to breed unless you really know that plant. That's kind of what I'm referring to. Sure. So well, yeah, and then you got to start outcrossing it just to see what's buried in yeah, exactly. the plant. Yeah, that's that's what I was hoping more to get out of you. Yeah, let's talk about that. You get you you're discovering sort of the recessive genetics by crossing it out and seeing what's dominant. See, I did it backwards it. with the Girl Scout cookies. I did the S one to look at the parentage and stuff like that. Talk about how you do I that because you had you were telling me you were doing that with West Coast dogs. So explain how S oneing it will will give you a good look at the uh, parentage. Well, if you S one it instead of when you outcross it, what you're going to see is phenotype from both lions' parents. When you S1 it, you're seeing all the parental phenotypes that would have been the brothers and sisters of the line um, from the original F1 line. John DeFrio, so, correct? If, what's that in itself? Hold yeah. on, we got we have a geneticist in the studio who I'm fact-checking with. You can fact-checking talk to him Okay, good. So that, that's true? Yeah, you're essentially just taking the genes that are there and allowing recombination to happen without ever introducing any new genes. So it's just similar to the, what the siblings would have been, essentially. It's all the exactly. Yeah, okay, cool. Yep, and unless the lines can work to an IBL that the clone only was taken from, you, you will see some variation. But uh, there's lines like that, that people work to an IBL before anybody chose the clone only out of that line, and when you self that, you really only see one to maybe two phenotypes. So, Adam, you tell me. Let's let's check with not the the scientist. You, what do you say to this? Is this all true in your experience? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, S one is definitely a good way to uh, kind of see what you're working with in, in the long run, just because 
there is nothing else in there besides that you know so it's uh, uh it's it's uh, a good it's actually probably the best way to use it because a lot of times people are think that that's the end of the road you know i mean they s1 and they get oh that's it i found one that was really close to the original one but that's again the same as almost f wanting everything you don't you're not going anywhere with it so but it's a good way to check stuff for sure right right um so and then what you were talking about the the sort of opposite is outcrossing it to see what else is in there can you describe that by contrast go ahead uh, Lou. uh you, you know it really helps to at least it, the what i have found is it really helps to not get into the, the poly hybrid crop poly hybrid crop you just you start to open up a can of worms um, depending on what your objectives are and what you want to do with the strain I kind of like to yeah, to something that is stable and climatized um, breaker 1-0 so, something crazy just happened uh, did we lose someone yeah, yeah, I think you lost Loops. His ham signal. He turned, yeah. he turned into an alien. It was, yeah, it was kind of I heard that. I thought that was just my phone. <laughs> no, that, <laughs> that's the broadcast. Or something. Lupa, if you beam back down, uh, give us a shout, buddy. So, Adam, can you talk about how the difference in outcrossing? Well, I mean, the thing is, that it was, I think you have to go back to what he was saying earlier about knowing what you got. And the thing about outcrossing is if you have something that's your sort of cornerstone plant that you've been growing for your whole time, that's, the be- that's another one, good way to sort of figure out what's going on there because if you uh, so so if you take two unknown uh things that's yeah that's you're just you're setting yourself up for kind of like confusion and failure i think at that point you know? right so, but if you have something you've crossed with a hundred things yeah if you've got yourself something that's like dude that's my that's that is something i can go to sleep at night knowing it's going to be harvestable in eight days from now because i've grown it's it always done that for times you know what i mean yeah. so yeah that would, that's a good good way for that and i mean the whole thing is whenever you're going to outcross is when you're going to get um more vigor coming into the into the line, you know. Right. S wanting it will be good for just figuring it out, but the vigor's not really there. You know, that's kind of what you're trying to achieve mostly as breeding. And there we go. Is that this? Yeah, but Brian lost too. This is that's Matt, but we're still waiting for. That's cool. Yeah, that's fine. We'll, Matt's we'll back. roll with the punches. Matt's back. Sorry about that, buddy. Yo. We were just talking about outcrossing, right. but uh, it's it's all good. Um, so tell us about what you're doing. We we kind of heard what Lumpa's doing. You know, the as far as his breeding efforts, I mean, you do mostly reverse seed stock, and I know that's a controversial thing. That's why we love having you on the show. Um, and there's yeah. Loomp. We're going to add Loomp. You know, I, have, I haven't done a lot of reversals in the past few years. Um, what I'm mostly known for is bringing out, like, purple recessive traits, big recessive traits, and making it true breeding to where you can take that exact line and always see a purple. Like, my, my most famous one is the Riotberry OG. And it's a blueberry line, a purple blueberry line that's purple in any climate, any weather. And uh, smells like blueberry jam. Tastes like blueberry jam. No skunkiness to it at all. And uh, I can cross it anything, and every single female will always have a purple blueberry trait to it. Every, right? So if you pop 10 seeds, every every seed, every one of the 10. And every yeah. seed is going to be at least blueberry or purple, but most of them are purple. I'd say 90%. And so... And so you accomplish this obviously by stabilizing that line and making those genetics really yeah, strong. Yeah, the Riotberry line we've worked for six years. So explain. Can you talk um, about that process at all? What that takes? Well, originally um, we had a pheno that the, the bud that it came out of the seeds was peanut buttery, 
it wasn't purple, it was peanut buttery. And uh, it was out of a bag of weed, and I thought, oh, this fucking peanut butter weed's pretty rad, you know? So I found out who uh, had grown it, I talked to him, he's like, yeah, that's a blueberry line. And I said, the fuck? Okay, well, so I grabbed a bunch of the seeds, you know, popped them, and sure enough, a purple, amazing purple blueberry line came out. And there was also peanut butter pheno. So at first, I started trying to breed away from stuff, but the purple blueberry lines kept sticking out there, and I realized it was really something special. So um, uh, that was probably in the first year we were working with it. We were trying to go to the peanut butter direction. So at that point, we changed over to the blueberry direction because really, like, I had already tried searching for blueberries and could never find a good blueberry. That was something I would call blueberry, you know? And, uh, yeah, we just took it crossed it and every single um, filial generation looked for that purple blueberry trait and we looked for a male that had the purple stems and uh, that was usually a telltale trait of the purple blueberry line and sure enough that's where we ended up six years later and so <laughs> geneticist John DeFriel hop up on the mic boss did you end up with the balls mic is that why you're not doing it did you switch out for balls oh you did didn't you Nice, nice, nice. Oh, it's in a Ziploc for later. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, can you talk about what's actually happening when traits are being stabilized in this process of making a line? Yeah, so part of of making an an inbred line, like he's talking about, is you're you're trying to stabilize the traits you're after so that all the alleles with those desirable traits are homozygous for that trait. So, kid, do you know what that means? He's like, what? Homo homo what? So I can break that down. Homo what? (laughs) (laughs) Say that one more time. Couldn't get past the homo on him. He's just like, that's it. (laughs) Now, now, um, homophobic too? Is that what? what Yes. Yes. Yes, you are. (laughs) Bikers, dude. Bikers are all homophobic. Billy Butthurt. Okay. But cannabis genetics is similar to human genetics where it has two sets of chromosomes. And so you, when, when you, when you breed with cannabis, one parent sends down one set, the other parent. Are you talking down that? The other set. No, no, this is this is this is John DeFriel, our, our geneticist who's in studio. Oh, right on. You were like, whoa, he's really talking yeah, really like a quiet. scientist all of a sudden. It was quiet for us. Yeah, I, yeah, the, I think it's quiet, quiet for the listeners too, so you should get right up on the mic. No, uh, no? oh he's turned low. So don't get right up on the mic. Uh, hold the on. kids got gotcha. you. It just like I said, it just doesn't pick. Their, their Skype doesn't pick up. Oh. only Matt can't hear. Oh. I see. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Keep going, John. All right. Yeah. Pick up. Pick up where I left off. Uh, Parents so dropping you said, alleles. You said it's like it, cannabis genetics is like human genetics. They each you want. Yeah. So you want. You want. Yep. You know. You can. You can have two. Two things occur. Then you, you can inbreed two different parent plants to each ha- be homozygous for that trait so that when you when you cross them the offspring are guaranteed to always get the exact same gene from both parents so that's the only gene there is to express but you know what, what one thing he said that I thought was interesting about his purple strains is that he said no matter what he crosses it to the offspring will be really purple so in that case uh, that means you know it, you don't necessarily know what the other parent is that and what, what their allele looks like. So he has somehow selected for a purple gene that is ex- extremely overexpressing, so that no matter what the other allele is that the offspring get, this gene still is just overproducing and taking control of the system and, and overriding it. So it's, and usually people, I, th- you know, I think of purple strains as requiring a recessive trait from both parents, mm-hmm. but he's made it dominant. So is that true, Matt? Can you cross it with pretty much anything and produce purple cross? 
Uh, pretty much anything. Most uh, I have never. I've yet to find a line. Even even lines like Bubba and Grim Crack usually dominate everything across them with. Um, it still stands out in those lines. So yeah. Right on. So I want to bring you back to Lumpa, who we have still on the line. Lumpa, we got you yep. solid. Yeah, cool, man. So uh, you kind of talked about your breeding process. Let's talk about uh, their questions in the chat room as far as uh, what you have available uh, currently out. Oh, yeah. uh, oh, the seed lines that yeah, we yeah. have available? Well, we have uh, our Yeti and our Foo Dog, which, um, which are both OG varietals that we worked to produce well, we we worked for several reasons, but one to yeah to help try to create a, a stable OG line, but at the same time we needed something viable for outdoor growers. Um, so that's what both those lines are. We have our our silver Bubster, which is um, the pre ninety eight back cross to the Master Kush. Um, we have well we have a lot Black Yeti, which I took Vietnamese black and crossed it into our Yeti line. Uh, I have my Moon Dog, which is the Chem 91, uh, crossed to DJ Short's uh, Blueberry Moonshine. Um, Jesus, dude, what else? <laughs> but that, oh, I have, that, yeah, that Yeti yeah, line I, is like your 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 prime work. That's the, you have it out to like. Yep that 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 is really is the main. That is the yeah. That's our main one for sure. So so what is that line? That line, well, what we did was, um, in order to get an OG to grow out here, out in, you know, in, in our northern climate and to finish properly, I, what I did is I took an initial cross and took a Humboldt Snow Black Domina male and crossed it to the, my Lumpa headband. And then we took a male and back crossed it to the headband again and then just started line breeding for, uh, what are we on, um, yeah, for four generations, but total, what, seven generations total in the breeding. Um, so we're at F4 with the line breeding on that. Um, I'm not too sure, you know, we talk about IBL. I, I personally don't really want to IBL my stuff. I think there's a problem with the marijuana gene pool as it stands today, and a lot of things it have gotten fucked up. And uh, I want to keep variety. I mean, for those connoisseurs out there, for those people that are searching for genetics, that's my target, you know, target audience. I, you know, I don't necessarily want to line breed it for those people that just, you know, crack seeds and fill their room with them. You know, I'm targeting the people who are you know, sifting through genes like crazy trying to find good shit. Um, and, you know, since it's all, like, preferential, you know, everyone has, you know, different preferences to what they like. So I want to keep some variety in there so that people can find different shit. Right on. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. That's, like, the, probably the reason why a lot of companies don't go beyond F1 in the first place because – so many people come to them with like, oh, I found this or I found that, and it was great, and they just think, well, they pat themselves on the back and go, right, that was great, I did a good job, you know, but it's good to see you work on the lines properly, because that's kind of the, where this whole industry is going to end up, uh, hopefully, you know, it'll be the separation between the those companies that just come out of nowhere and do the, exactly what you said, 20, 20 females, one male, boom, seed company. <laughs> And, and then they have twenty lines. <laughs> exactly, and that and that's and that's kind of the classic in this whole industry. We've seen it for years and years. But then also you see 
you know, people like Simon from Serious Seeds, who has like six strains for twenty plus years. You know what I mean? And he bar- he only, but he's a proper breeder because he's a he breeds hawks. You know what I mean? So I always give respect. to He people. breeds the hawks. Oh yeah, he's a. Hawk I knew breeder. he. I knew he was a hawk guy. I didn't realize yeah. he bred so hawks. So breeding hawks, you know, you know, they, it's a little more dangerous than breeding. That's fucking, fucking rad. I didn't know that. <laughs> exactly right. So you know, and then that's the thing is those kind of things cross over because it's exactly the same. It's the same protocol. It's just understanding that you know. You got to uh, eliminate <laughs> the elimination part's the hardest. That's what I always tell everybody. It's like you know, learn to get rid of stuff because a lot of people just crack beans and they love the first thing they see. And it's like good idea to maybe keep keep moving on that one. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and there was one other person we were going to try to get on the show today, but he's very shy. Um, it's me and Bodie's friend, uh, or sorry, me and Lupus' friend Bodie. And he has a whole other aspect to breeding that a lot of us don't do. And he traveled the world collecting genetics. You know, that that's amazing. He goes around preserving genetics that people have never seen constantly. Yeah, no, it's awesome. And the thing is, I mean, it gets harder and harder, too, because of everybody polluting the different seed, uh, yeah. the different areas exactly. you know, with, with bringing in whatever they have. And, that, and that's, that was the depressing part for mine. Like, being in Amsterdam for so long, I was always, like, looking back. Every time I came back to the States, I was, like, looking for friends who didn't order seeds from Europe because I was like, well, it's kind of convoluted for me if I'm getting things that are just coming right back, you know, but you occasionally would get, yeah, you know, exactly. you'd find that guy who is, you know, a Vietnam vet and brought his seeds back home and had that original stuff and some Afghanis that he had brought and that was it. And then those are the ones that are always interesting, you know, that's what we're looking for. Yeah. Those yep. guys. You know, a lot of the work <laughs> that's being done in, well, all around, but, you know, even in Amsterdam is just, you know, a lot of them were just using the same genetics over and over. I mean, I don't even know where the filial generation that that the skunk that was crossed into everything over there is. I mean, well, they got to be at F50 by now. <laughs> yeah, and the, and the uh, I mean, there really was a reworking of basically a, a NL skunk haze kind of back and forth, back and forth, and then they had their Shiva, yep. and they had their Shiva, and they had a few other kind of stable strains, and their Citrals, and a couple other ones that were just various variables of each other, and then you know it was but it was also lucky it was almost like how we uh you know amsterdam is definitely one of those places that if it didn't exist we'd all be fucked you know what i mean because it definitely kept it gave some place for everybody to meet and kind of swap things and keep get it, we definitely got some genetics to the right people but in the long run what i've said since the beginning is america is where the heart was you know what i mean that's where the people who loved it the most and really but they had to go over to amsterdam to connect yeah basically right? pretty much yep. when you were there it was like the love wasn't really as true but there was a few of them there you know and there was a couple couple hanging out right it's almost still there <laughs> yeah they, they did carry the torch for they did carry the torch while yeah the, yeah because i mean we couldn't you know, yeah. cali cali of course was still you know holding it down on the production side but they couldn't really be what they are now, whereas everybody's up stepping up and yeah, you know. we couldn't come out of the closet and no. you know no. where we're in our house looking out the blinds to see who's coming up our driveway <laughs> for, for sure. And now everybody's you know a bit more relaxed, which is good, and uh, it's starting to become like finally we can give people the recognition that they deserve. You know, I think yeah. it's I think it's crazy when we're talking about dust genetics to think about that the the kids making a phone call. What kids on the phone? I think it's crazy when we're talking dust genetics to think about uh, fucking man bun. To think about that, those are really American genetics. Most like it was of, the Northern Lights, and that yeah, and I recently heard that that haze, haze was a New York haze. 
I always heard Central California. Central was, California. Was, well, yeah, they have they price. have a haze over there on the East Coast. The, you know, I don't know. There's several names. Piff, piff. the Piff and stuff. Yeah, no, yeah. Matt, they have a Matt Ryan just good... sent me the last Piff seeds. I'm I'm well acquainted with the Piff, but I just <laughs> recently heard that 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 the haze used in the skunk was some. Yeah, it was originally in NorCal here. What 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 Malibu or Santa Cruz? Santa Cruz. I think Santa, Santa Cruz, Cruz sounds so, right. Yeah, it was more Central Cal. The question is. That's that's, that's like, connected that's to the Hayes Sur, brothers, that's obviously. Area and stuff. That's kind of yeah. That's that's yep. But is that connected? Do the Hayes brothers connect to New York? I've heard two versions. I've heard yes and no. I don't know. But they were definitely one of those elusive characters that we we'd have to like track. We're down. gonna have so, to track down the somebody's Hayes gonna brothers. Have to, somebody's yeah, what the gonna fuck, have to, Adam? You know all these dudes. You, like nobody you know knows who they that. are. Yeah, no, I don't know the Hayes brothers. That was one of those things when I moved to Amsterdam. They pretty much were still like. People were like, "Yeah, well, there's one guy who knows one guy." Because the, the thing is, they were they were connected more with SSSC, um, and they, that company had pretty much fizzled, and it was crazy because it was down to like a drawer in some guy's house. You know what I mean? And I was like, "Really? That's it? Oh, wow. that's it? It's down to one drawer in some dude's house?" And it was like that guy was an Italian guy who was like just a dude who you know shipped stuff out, and it was pretty much like they hadn't they kind of fizzled up that company, which is sad because they had. Probably the most interesting catalog besides Neville. At that yeah, time, they you know? did. Like, you know, some of it was kind of like just big and stupid, and like because I actually saw a lot of the stuff that was left around there. Like those, they had some stuff that was like the Pluto or whatever, and it was beautiful, but it didn't have a ship for a kick, you know. But it was also, but some of their stuff looked pretty awesome on top, on top yeah, for sure. Well, me and uh, Lupa also have a new project we're going to start working on, and it's going to be up fairly shortly. It just mainly involves the infrastructure. Um, we're working on a seed bank for elite breeders. Uh, people have been in it for a long time. I mean, we see seed banks popping up all the time. Yeah, real breeders. Um, all the time, that like they just want to add as many breeders on, or pollen chuckers, whatever, on as they can just to make the most money. And they're really all-inclusive, you know. Like, customers don't, a lot of these customers in Newland, they don't know who's who from who's who. So they just pick right. whatever is cheapest, whatever is whatever, and these uh, seed, companies, seed banks are willing to offer whatever seeds to whoever, and it screws a lot of people. So we're going to start working on that. Um, I uh, already pulled together an awesome security consultant, Chris Kadash, to run the back end, and yeah, he's available for anyone else too to hire. But yeah, that's we know, we know. Yeah, we brought him in. We brought him in as an intern. Yeah, he 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 killed it. He's right? an intern. Yeah, he yeah, crushed you it. Know, he crushed it. This place that, is always a mess, Chris. Come on. I got, I got, I got screenshots, as he would like to say. <laughs> yeah, I was just busting your balls, cat. You ass don't fuck around. <laughs> um, don't fuck around. He's good. No, I know. But I know. yeah, that's what we want to do. That's that's the direction me and Luke are going to go. Uh, together, I, I got to take sure one minute on the note you're saying about about some bullshit and whatever. Uh, you actually alerted me to something that I was also reached out uh, on, and it's uh, our buddy the Rev, who you introduced me to. Yeah, yeah. So it turns what do you want out, me to say about it. <laughs> well, I, I, he he talked. He I've been messaging with him. He said it's cool to talk about it. Um, okay. I he he wants to compose you know his own words on it, but uh, yeah, I'm waiting to see the details. I mean, do you know the details? Because I would have to like put it together from a bunch of Facebook. Yeah, posts. I mean him and him and the guy named Green Man. They were uh, partners for a while. Um, Green Man was fairly new to everything. Uh, Rev took him on, and it was one of those things where he kind of 
realized over the years that it just wasn't going to work out. This guy was selling the seeds behind his back, keeping the money, you know, not not really growing that well in the first place and stuff. And uh, so they split up. And, you know, I never, every time I talked to Rev, he really wouldn't say anything bad about him, you know, ever. And every time I talked to Green Man, he would just be shit-talking Rev. And I always thought that was really weird, you know. Well, turns out the past few years, Green Man is still selling beans under their company's so name. So it's Bootleg Kingdom Organic Seeds Beans. There are a bunch of yeah, beans put out. Bootleg under the, seeds. And do they, are they indistinguishable from the real deal? I mean, when you grow them out, they're no, crap. I know, by so, the yeah. packaging, though. I mean, a boot- by packaging, I don't know. I don't know about the packaging, how uh. he's doing it. But it, it's a big bummer. I mean, I was I was friends with both of them. And, you know, like, I'm not one of those people that watches a friend fuck another. You know? Right. I can't just be impartial. And that's what it I thought you'd be to. more like the creepy guy hanging behind watching there, watching people it, fucking like, through, <laughs> through a little hole. I could imagine that more or less. <laughs> watching it all crawl. Watching, yeah, just a little hole, drill a hole through the wall or something like that. You know? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm just busting your balls. Um, no, I am, I am that creepy guy. I know you are. We know, we know, know that's that. your thing. <laughs> that's hundred percent. So, all right, Adam, should we? Tell me. Tell should me. we ask the question? Which one? The question that that we wanted to, that you had, were curious about, or your friend was curious about oh, from for Rupa. The, for the whole underdog story. Yeah, we got because we got JJ in the room too, so it's and it's cool. we got everybody here, so we can make this short, sweet, get get it settled once and for all, and leave the internet scrambling for their stories. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> squash, squash all beefs and all weirdness and stuff. Um, no, because basically my friend called me and said like, "Oh yeah, that that guy Lupa hates you, right?" And I was like, "Really." <laughs> Well, I think it's just, I think it's just a lot of miscommunication because, uh, and and what's funny is that I got sort of like told that what I had wasn't what I thought I had, and then I was like I had it for eight years, so all of a sudden I'm like really, so so then I passed it on to all those people and told them you know so it's classic story, and now we have everybody in the room, so this might be an easy way to figure it all out because I think I actually talked to you there you go. about that, and I even talked to you I think at the uh, at the show and I told you uh, about my friend the same guy, who wanted to do a show called there is no headband and uh he was like let's do a show called there's no headband and i was like yeah that'll that'll cause some waves right there that'll get everybody going <laughs> and a lot of it was due to the fact that you know uh we kind of used headband as a description almost it was like a descriptive it was almost like an onomatopoeia of weed it was a descriptive version where you said like you know it's like you put a rubber band around your head and it goes up and we like literally all kind of had the same idea back in the early 90s just because when we were doing everybody was doing bong hits you know so it was like do a good bong hit and you got that little head tinkle you know <laughs> so you were like yeah that was like headband and then but it kind of became a strain and then it kind of got used on a couple different things and then you're using it as yours and then we have obviously uh, JJ in the room and AJ here and they've seen plenty of headband over the years you know so but it's and been plenty of underdog which is the the whole question is the underdog oh yeah and the underdog of course and well then, i can <laughs> tell, i can tell you as far as as far as you know my take on that whole thing is that um um you, you know back in the early days of the web and everything like that you know no one no one knew really much of what was going on back in the day when you know Ken Dog first showed up and JJ and Skunk VA and Joe Brand and and then you know and then the story started to come out about the you know the whole scene 
Well, I had received a cut back in, I don't know, 1999, and it came to me as, as headband. And this was before anyone even heard pretty much of OG as far as the online community goes. You know, not many people had even seen it. I didn't even know it was an OG, to be honest. Um, and... Did you maybe, Lupa, you might have clicked mute or something, bro. Oh, no. Hello? Did we lose you? Do you no. Have to... No. No. <laughs> Is that Matt? We, yeah, we still have Matt. <laughs> right, well, Lupa, yeah. call back. Okay, kid, don't get defensive. Don't get all it's defensive, all right. kid. That's right. You must have kicked JJ, you want to chime in, buddy? Yeah, well, I could tell you about the whole headband thing, because uh, when I first went online... I was probably one of the first one to, to, to coin that name when I first told the story on Overgrow on, you know, my whole uh, experience with Chemdog and uh, Sour Diesel and everything else. So I just wanted to uh, set the record straight back then, and uh, I can remember that first original post, and uh, a lot of spinoffs has been taken off of that original post with uh, the Day Wrecker, the Headband. Uh, underdog, but I just find it, you know, kind of, kind of weird that Loompa has the, has a has a string called the headband that's not really the headband, but he also has an, another string, the underdog OG, which is not the real one, and he's really kind of representing, uh, you know, both of those strains where it's a, you know it was original underdog to begin with, so he's. You know, using those spin-off names, and uh, you know, just and he knows it's not the real deal. So you know, I think that he should change the name to you know clarify a lot of the uh, confusion. Even though you know, if he received it as that, it's not what it was. You know, was originally. So it's kind of like the same thing with uh, Soma's uh, New York City Diesel, where it's not really the real diesel. Also, so it's a real misrepresentation and uh, a lot of confusion I think uh, goes you know in the community because of that yeah I mean th that that's true and that was partly you know definitely that was partly my fault I had made the assumption that the headband I got was your headband and then um, and then what happened is that's when the big 707 headband popped up where all the commercial growers were pumping that shit out. Yeah, that was, that was, and, that was definitely... Oh, and that stuff is crap. And so I figured, well, hey, you know what? I'm just going to I'm just gonna use the alternate name, the underdog, and, and you know, just to, to distinctly make the difference. And at that time, I, I didn't know that it was different. And then all of a sudden, through California, growing it and supplying all the clubs, the name just took off. And by the time I found out that what I had wasn't his, it, the name, everyone, it had already, it was a wildfire. And I, it, the choice was leave it the same or change it. And I just, I didn't want to confuse people even more. Um, so there was no malintent mal there, um, but I can say to this point that that the headband that I have is I don't know you know I mean and I'm prejudiced according to me but you know it's the best OG there is. 
So it is, I want to ask you. You got cut off uh, before when you were going to say you were talking about where you received it from. Yeah, I received it. Well, you know, this is back in the day before we were really talking, and and weed was like in hushed circles. And I'm in Humboldt, and you know, you know, everything was a tomato plant, and you know, you don't talk about shit openly. <clears throat> um, so, um, um. Yeah, I got it from a guy that, and this is this is this is the, the the story. I got it from a guy who went to New York, picked up the cut, mailed it back to himself here in Humboldt. Then he flew back and was here to receive the cut. And he, you know, he was under. Um, they told him that everything he grew needs to go back to them for them to sell it. And um, that's where I got my cut from. Um, so that's really all I really know, at least as far as, I guess that you know. Work out. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> well, see, I, I find it funny that everyone puts these little tag names on to make their cut special. Like, I got the AJ Sour Diesel cut, you know, where, and it goes down the line with all the, with all the OGs. And I think a lot of this, you know, is a lot of online nonsense just to think that somebody has something better than somebody else. That's the point of our whole online nonsense to prove no, that you're right you know there, what? Judge. To be honest, yeah, names are point tagged of onto it. Names are tagged onto stuff on the web as far as the person who introduced it to the online marijuana community. And it's not Some that me or AJ or okay. anybody. But you're talking about all the out. same strain. Nothing. There's no no different. No, nothing distinguishes. Not a different, different cut or anything of that nature. Right. Like the Skunk V8 is the 91 Chem Dog. So it, if it comes from Skunk V8 or it comes from Peabud or Joe B or anybody else for that matter, it does is it any any different? It's not. No, but it's a way to differentiate from all the hacks and all the bogus. Well, I understand that, that if you do get like a so-called like, skunk V8, you know, it's more legitimized, I guess, so, where there's a lot of fake cuts going around. Yeah. If you don't like know what it is to begin with. The East Coast Sour Diesel on the web is, is, is fake as hell. So, you know, you have to make, you have to differentiate somehow between these genetics. Um, otherwise, you're just going to confuse people even more. So, you know, it's a catch-22 um, I don't even know if there's a correct answer or anything, but for the online marijuana community, you know, they know the differences because they're the ones tracking, you know, who introduced it and then the stories of where they got it and so-and-so and so-and-so. Um, but, yeah, but it, it goes, it goes all the way back to who has the real thing. That's what everybody wants, and that's why these tag names get put on because they don't know if it's the real one or not. But if you got it from Skunk VA, then it must be real. That's exactly you're exactly right, and that's that's what yeah, I work with. Uh, John's going to unfold, and we just added uh, Jay Roller from Alpha Chronic to the line. How's it going, guys? What's up, Jay? Hey, what's up, man? Not much. How are you guys doing? Good. Good. So we wanted to bring you on as a guy who's working dog lines too. It's a big dog pile in here. <laughs> oh, okay, fantastic! Right on, man. Yeah, it's uh, the dog lines have always been my one of my favorite series of of genetics out there. I mean, the the unique trait that it offers and the and the sense of flavor and you know, I'm a big proponent of 
the, the secondary cannabin or uh, uh, flavonoids in cannabis, like thiols and such, that, rather than terpenes that add the, the skunky and the, the fuel and the onion and the garlic and stuff. So I'm really interested to seeing uh, what which ones are in that uh, that line of uh, genetics as soon as we get the right column graph testing uh, situation lined up. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah, amen to that. I, I can't wait till we can we start doing genetic profiling and we can see what is what. That's going to be a big day in the community. So that's a good way to segue into what John DeFriel showed me this morning. Let me just turn the mic for you right on. So uh, actually, you know what? John, talking my mic so Skype guys can hear you. Yeah, so I went I went through about 30 dispensaries in California and sequenced uh, 192 different samples of cannabis that I picked up and started to, to do just kind of a shotgun approach of reconstructing the whole family tree. It seems to look like the sour diesels, chem dogs, headbands are all a uh, pretty particular cluster. And I'll, I'll throw this out to the listening audience that this is the, the groundwork, the backdrop for the O Genome Project to really make a lot of sense over. So what did he say? I didn't hear the last word he said. They were all clustered, uh, interestingly. Nice. Yeah, so that's, absolutely. that's everybody kind of predicted. Um, but Mitch was making some observations looking at the data this morning over breakfast as well, where you kind of get like the t two big clusters popping out, all the OGs clustered together with the Bubba Kushes and the Girl Scout cookies, uh, LA Confidential kind of supports some of the the folklore we hear surrounding these guys. You see all the granddaddy purples and the purple cushions clustering, blue dreams are a group, the jacks and the super silver hazes and the lemon hazes. Um, so, you know, genetic genetic testing and getting all this stuff figured out is, is absolutely on, on its way, and I'm not the only person working on it. There's a few other people in the genomics industry starting to poke their heads out in here, and so I think it's really cool that there's yeah, it's going to be a real good three-dimensional map soon because you're going to have people coming from every direction with their data, and then you're going to feed it all together, and you're going to see some really good overlaps that are going to be obvious, and you know there'll be some that'll be off, totally off mark and not make sense, but there'll definitely be that your your clusters probably will run over their cluster, you know what I mean? And it'll just turn into some serious information over a pretty short time, I hope. Yeah, and if you guys want to do some some genotyping and do some chromatography, oh yes, yeah. Yep. We can, you know, I would, I'd love to get together and we can talk about something for sure. Oh, we need well, to do that yeah. then for sure, man, for sure. So, Dude, Riot, so here's the awesome. deal, buddy. Here's the deal, buddy. Oh, yeah, we've already nominated you. Yeah, right? yeah, well, so I'm, this is my OG Gnome little segment here. So, the OG Gnome project is, John, John obviously is, is the guy to do, he was doing it. Um, we need to organize a uh, phenotype or, or sample collection. It could be finished flowers. It doesn't have to be genetic material in the way that we... It doesn't have to be a clone or a seed. Yeah. could be could be just a fan leaf, right? Or should it be... Does it have to be a flower? Yeah. Yeah, no. No. Um, fresh leaf material works. Uh, the, 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 the fresher and more alive the sample is, the better <laughs> the DNA is. Drying process breaks it down. I can get it out of dry bud. I've got a protocol for that, too. Um, so any, any form works, really. So uh, that's awesome. That's good because people will be more willing to send it in if they're not. Well, we're gonna we're gonna have to hook up maybe maybe after the show or something like that. Um, 
Yeah, because I'd like to send in some samples to get them genotyped. So, so Matt Riot will be your collection point in California, and we're going to be the Colorado collection hey. point now that this background has been done. Okay. Dude, All that, right. That would be Good. awesome to start, yeah, genotyping everything. Especially, like, you know, especially, you know, like, JJ's and the Skunk VA and... And every, you know, all of I mean, I think we're going to find out that there may be two different OGs, possibly just one. Yeah, you know? that's what I think. But I, even, I though, think... even though people have 13 different ones in their garden, I think a lot of them are going to be the same. <laughs> well, and you I, know, think, I do believe that they grow different. One. They do grow different. And, and, you know, I don't think that this but is that going to be... depends on how it's been acclimated, too, right. like in previous rooms. And so, John, can you analyze to any extent how that plays out, like, Gene, the gene expression specifically, like why one OG that may be genetically identical to another one just does different stuff. Isn't that what a phenotype is? Is there any type of a drift that happens? Yeah. So, I mean, ultimately, at the most basic level to think about it, is very similar to like how we were talking about S ones for for a second. You know, where you can take the exact same genetics, reshuffle them around, and get a new plant just by using F one to to look at the ancestry of it. Yep. Um, and so that's what happens, I think. I think something like that has happened with a lot of these different OGs that are out there. Some guy got some OGs. You know, maybe it hermied, maybe it was intentionally crossed, whatever the story is. I, I'm not to tell that one, but, you know, if it, even if it hermies and pollinates it's itself, you'll get bag dude. seed. Those are S1s. Yep. And you can see the, the expression of the family lineage through those S1 bag seeds. Um, and that's same genetics, yep. new phenotypes. Definitely. That's where, and that's where many, 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 many things came from. I mean, the mystery you know, that's, se- that's the mystery seed situation right well, there. Well, that's where most things came from, I feel. That's <laughs> what I, I, I'm pretty sure, but there was a lot. But you know what? It's breeding. funny, you guys, because the majority, if you take a look around at all of the, you know, the really special plants that are going around in the community, they're all bag seeds. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, that's what we're just saying. Yeah, for sure. Everything. So I... Now I want to take a moment uh, because we do have Jay Rolla on the line as an Oregonian, dude. What's uh, what's legalization like? Uh, you know what? I gotta say, I smoked my first uh, legal joint last night and got way higher than I normally would have. Ah, congratulations, <laughs> brother! <laughs> uh, no, I want I want to see it's a fantastic day, man. I found out today was uh, David Prowse, the actor who played Darth Vader's birthday. Uh, I mean, we've had all kinds of one hit after the other today, man. I mean, it's it's fantastic. We got new relations, the store to Cuba today. Uh, Oregon got legal weed. I, mean, I got to go get a lottery ticket. So it's it's been a fantastic <laughs> day. Today. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, we're gonna be heading downtown. Uh, as a matter of fact, July first, we you know, we've completed this release for six months now, but uh, we've been testing our Wonderland series. Talk uh, about that is, series, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's um, our, we basically finished up with our Wonka, Wonka series, which was real popular. We had a couple of, uh, we had the Gobstopper come through there, and then we had the Snozberry, and then we found a, a real winning uh, Gobstopper male and did a little pollen flogging with it and found that everything that we tested came up just perfect. It was, it was uh, they were all in general, they were all just fantastic plants. So we held a few of them off, we're not going to release a few of them, but there, we, we took the, our five favorite crosses and put them in a package called the Wonderland series, and it's dedicated to the Alice in Wonderland storyline. So we have the Bandersnatch and Cheshire Kush and the, 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 uh, the Queen of Hearts and Alice, and then, of course, like our 707 um, cross, you know, it's 
because it's called Headband, it's uh, the Mad Hatter. And so we have this, uh, the five new releases, and then we have our one promotional line that we're, we're uh, giving to the, our, our vendors and their local regions to give out to patients and to uh, rec growers for free and to uh, kind of help people out and stuff. And then we have, we're also releasing today our second CBD Plus line, um, which is uh, part of the, uh, the Great Mind series, and it's called Tesla, and it's our Harlequin Tsunami crossover to the Snowdog BX mail that we've, we've used for years. And uh, basically, it's a lot like our Stephen Hawking Kush. Um, most we have, we found a nine to one, an eight to one, and then an eleven to one phenotype in our in our testing here locally. Um, but it has a lot sweeter, fruitier flavor rather than the uh, traditional kind of cherry menthol CBD stuff that is uh, so prevalent in the. In the How far along right are you in that work? Are are you still in the initial F one phase or? This one's an F1. We, um, but we are, we do have a Stephen Hawking Kush mail that we are, we have already done uh, the back cross on, and so we have, we're, we're doing a, a secondary BX with the Stephen Hawking Kush back to Harlequin Tsunami, and then we're also doing a uh, a new Stephen Hawking Kush. Uh, oh, BX nice. Too. Yeah, we've been working uh, with that Harlesu also. Um, yeah, we found a, a twenty to one uh, CBD plant that yeah that we're working with right now. Yeah, yeah, those guys, the the Southern Humboldt Seed Company, they did they did they did it right with the CBD work that they did. Yeah, it was, it's good stuff. It's uh, you know, it was one of the the few CBD lines I found that I really was preferential to due to the the ability of getting really good quality tasting extract, and the flower was also quality tasting. It didn't um, have that kind of celery ish tasting flower. I don't know how to explain it, but it. So it's kind of one of those common flavors and what I call ditch weed cannabis. You know, it's one of those. It's one of you know when your buddy pulls out a bag of what he calls Matanuska Valley Thunderfuck, and it's obviously not Matanuska. Uh, <laughs> and it always has it like that that weird minty type of celery flavor. You're like, yeah, that's not the stuff. Not it. Yeah. <laughs> not it. Not it, man. That's the first telltale. But. You know, getting back to that genetic uh, testing and, and genome, genomics projects and such, uh, there's a secondary portion of that, that that is in play right now, and it's something I'm proud to say that I'm trying to be part of as much as possible um, here locally, and that comes down to preservation, genetic preservation. And at least here locally, um, you know, I know you guys have Sunny on later this afternoon, um, but uh, just to mention it real quickly, we've Sunny Chiba myself and Odie Diesel, and then with the help of a few others, like uh, like uh, a professor from uh, Dynasty and Gonzo from Gonzo. Fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we basically banded together about six months ago and started the, um, the uh, Cannabis Genetics Preservation Society, uh, a nonprofit group designed to enhance uh, or uh, implement uh, quality genetics legislation in states that didn't, didn't have it specifically Oregon, uh, due to the fact that Oregon allowed cannabis trade but didn't allow the sale of seed. For whatever reason, they deemed seed um, to be an unusable cannabis product, and so they didn't allow dispensaries to sell it, and they didn't allow shops to, to exchange money for it. So for the last year, or two years even, um, the Oregon breeders haven't had a, had a market in their local area. And so we banded together and, and worked out some deals and got some donations and hired a a very good lobbyist, and basically we now have um, sensible seed regulation where they're going to allow the sale of seed without without any uh, 
taxation to begin with, for one, that we're, we're aware of that's starting. Um, but that's that will be you know, looked at in the future. And yeah, it's, it's exciting. Uh, Sonny uh, is the president of the organization. I'm the VP. And Odie uh, from uh, Homegrown Natural Wonders is the, uh, the treasurer and secretary. And we're, uh, we're trying to get things going and trying oh, to that's uh, expand cool, out that might need our help. Yeah, yeah. So, but in the future, you know, we, we, one of the bigger complaints that we had was, you know, with issues of, you know, when states are, are fully legal, but with cross-pollination. What happens when people's bumper crops or even full-time crops get pollinated with hemp pollen? Nobody really <laughs> knows these kind of questions. And so preservation is, is something that we're really interested in and making sure that the genetics that have been, you know, so famous for the last 30 years are still going to be famous in another 30. They're not going to be lost to... Yep. Uh, uh, errant growers or people who don't respect the plant as much as, as the people that have been in it for the last decade or two. A- Amen, brother. You know what? Yeah. Anything, everybody who is trying to widen the gene pool, I mean, it's so bottlenecked right now, and anyone working to preserve old, the, those old school genetics that were lost. I mean, take Amsterdam, for instance. In the 80s, the big, I mean, we all remember, well, those of us that have been around that long, but you remember when Amsterdam was breeding for all red hair? Oh, yeah, for sure. And how many yep. genes were dropped just because they were breeding for red hair? And then you have the 90s <laughs> with, in, with indoor really taken off, and so now they start breeding for everything that doesn't smell. So, bam, dude, what have we lost because they're breeding for no smell? And it just, it's just, a, it's a convoluted mess. And, you know, anyone who's working to bring back those old school genetics so we can re-go through them to find those special plants is, is invaluable to the, to the marijuana community. Yep, I think that's, uh, you know, in, in the upcoming years, we're going to be working on, um, you know, preservation in the form of liquid nitrogen uh, storage, you know, being able to take different breeders uh, genetics and, and have a co-op where we can store them long term for, you know, basically creating the seed vault that, you know, basically every every other seed vault has ignored. Meaning most seed vaults in Norway, the one in, in Utah, don't traditionally preserve a lot of cannabis seed that I'm aware of. No. Two non cannabis places right there. Norway. Dude, and Utah. I was you know what I was I was raised Mormon. Right. And my mom is going through some problems, I mean strokes and having to, she's going through rehab to walk again, and she finally is like, you know, come on, give me some medicine. And then her doctor, who's Mormon, asked me for seeds. So I think (laughs) that, you know, that is starting to, you know, that right-wing, you know, conservative group is starting to see the value of the the medical properties of this plant. Dude, this plant is fucking amazing. It's a miracle. The the Mormons can just talk about the the tree of life and, you know, kind of (laughs) claim it it for their own. They can claim it all for their own, you know, be like, yeah, I'm not not Mormon anymore, you guys. (laughs) We knew all about that. Being, but, having been raised in Boise, Idaho, uh, where we have more Mormons from Salt Lake than, than yeah. Salt Lake, I, I can truly tell you, Mormons will see, uh, when, it, when it benefits them, they magically see the light. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it, seems like, it seems like how it worked in the beginning in the first place, right? Yep. So if we're breaking exactly. into that community, dude, dude, this is a snowball. Dude, there is no fucking stopping it. No, there's no stopping it, dude. And even the right-wing conservatives are jumping on the bandwagon, dude. And they should exactly. be, dude. This plant is a fucking miracle. 
it's a miracle to mankind and what it can do for us in all aspects from from medicine to recreational to textile industries to everything i mean yes, i mean yeah, I mean, my, my father-in-law is the ex-vice president of the New Mexican Republican Party. If that, let that sink in for a moment. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see anything I die, right? And the way I, I explained it to him was, if you cared enough about children to ban cannabis based on lies, then you should be, you should care enough about children to support its legalization based on science. Yep. And he agreed. So. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, how old is he now? You got him over a barrel. He can kick his ass now. So he, was, he was all scared. <laughs> <laughs> so, boys, let's bring yeah. it back to uh, the breeder talk. Um, what, what are some breeder of your tips talk. for? I don't know breeder talk. Again, we we get emails all the time saying, "What's the difference between a breeder and a pollen chucker? How do you become a breeder?" Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. What are your tips for breeders? So, let me put it to you guys. How do you well, become a breeder? You buy a 10-pack of Cali Connection, you buy a 10-pack of fucking obsolete, cross them, you become alien genetics. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yep. You know what? A pond chucker is someone, in my estimation, that that is just throwing, yeah, buying a 10-pack and taking their best male and their best female and crossing them. Or, you know, 30 females in a room throwing a male in there calling out they have 30 strains. Oh, you're talking about green I mean, point. you know, obviously everything starts at the F1 process. Um, so, you know, we all have, you know, all of us breeders have F1, you know, work that we're doing. But we're working to move that along through into the F3, F4, F5, depending on, you know, what you want. That's what a breeder does, dude. He's not just F1 hacking everything and then not working any line at all. And for me personally, I mean, I, I, I don't necessarily put a lot of stock into uh, having what, the, what our terminology for stability is. I, I, I kind of look back into other books and other sciences, and if you look at what Luther Burbank said about F7 generations, he said that there would be more... Indi- or there would be more phenotypes in an F7 set of seeds than there would be individual snowflakes in a snowstorm. But due to the fact that we can only judge them by five senses, they are in- we, can, we can say that they're stable. Now, if you take a 1,000 seeds and you pop a 1,000 seeds, F7 or even P1, and you take a look at them chemically, even a half a percentage of difference means a new phenotype. That's a different species. That's a, or not species, but a different, a different lineage. And so for me personally... When I breed, even when it's an F1, I know for a fact if you use good breeding stock, you're going to get good results. You're not going to get a lot, you know, a lot of variance if you if you if you pick your males correctly. Now, true, I personally breed for so that we have genetics in the, the clonal genetics in seed form in with unique a few unique traits. But what I mainly aim my business for is advanced growers and beginning breeders so that they have the quality genetics that they wanted in order to do their own little projects or to catalog or, or make seeds for their next, their next crop, um, that they can get that kind of genetic in, a, in an available form but without a lot of hermaphrodite traits or uh, what we're trying to do, like for, you know, the, trying to reverse a lot of the bad traits out of the mom plants, like slow veg growth or um, squat Do we lose? Oh, that was good talk. Lost everybody? Looks like he dropped. He dropped out. Oh, oh. 
no. I, yeah, I, I have to agree with everything he said there, though. Keep talking, then. You pick up where you left uh, off. Oh well, you know what? It's it's you know it's it's all about. Well, I mean, a good breeder has to be a, a connoisseur. I mean, here we go. And you got to search for those special plants. When we're planting a thousand plants or two thousand to get a thousand females, and going through the selection process to find those, you know. We're, we're selecting out of a thousand versus some guy in his closet selecting out of five. And so those hacks are fucking just, you know, they're basically, you know, it's like Greenpoint seeds, dude. They're hacking every, they're hacking JJ, they're hacking me, they're hacking HSO, Humboldt Seed Organization. They're hacking everybody. But they're throwing, you know, their selection process is so small and everyone sees that their seeds are so cheap, but. Dude, they're not getting anywhere near the quality of a line as if they had planted, you know, a, gone through a thousand females to get their breeding stock. It's it's funny that you brought up Greenpoint too, because I was just scrolling through Instagram the other day, and I guess this video is what he considers uh, paying JJ his his credit. But then he had somebody comment on the video saying, "Hey, remember." A few months ago when I asked you if it was okay for you to use the Star Dog or if JJ said it was okay for you to use the Star Dog and you blocked me on all my accounts. And he never responded to that one. But this is the video that he just posted. It's very, very short of him. Uh... It's funny that he's do he uh, gave me all that props, you know, since I've uh, moved into town. He's, uh, he, he's followed me and dropped me on uh, Instagram like two or three times. And then it's like a love-hate relationship where he'll... Uh, he'll he'll block me, then all of a sudden I'll see that he likes one of my pictures. He'll start following me again. Stalking. Out there, we got 23 different varieties. We got 50 varieties uh, coming with the Star Dog crosses using JJ's Star Dog. Really uh, legendary stuff there. So give uh, JJ a shout out since he's coming back into the scene. Check out Top Dog Seeds. Definitely. Yeah, so we're out. I like the high, the high pitch things always. Right. always yeah, so I guess you guys are square then. That's it. So you're good. That's it. You're good. Good job. Right. You give me ten thousand dollars in a public apology, and we'll call it even. Acting like I think he's showing his true colors, and he just made a fool of himself to the community. Yep, that's classic. Go <laughs> find Ken. Uh, Why isn't he here today? He was here last week. No, no, that was old studio. Yeah, no, that was that was a video, I guess, from when when he was in but, uh, studio back at the old studio. So he when when we had just seen him come on the scene, and I guess that was him giving credit. But I mean, you can it's I can a little late, isn't yeah. It? Well, yeah. I felt like I felt like we spoke to you on that episode, JJ, too, and and he asked you on the phone, and you said, "No, I'm 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 doing work." Right, and he kind of used uh, multiple excuses to. To you know, steal my work or whatever you want to call it. Talk about your work with the lines, JJ, because you're you're sitting right here. We're talking to these guys on the phone, but you're right here in the room, man. I mean, you you work the lines that were the foundation for all these dog lines getting out in seed form. Yeah, well, when I started, uh, just like this other guy said about the clone only strains and preservation, that was what my goal was. Uh, and I initially started breeding to to find a male. So uh, the, the cross into all these uh, clone-only strains, because like Lumpa was saying uh, in the past, like um, me and AJ both have seen a lot of things pass through New York City that have been lost forever, 
and if we could have some of these strains now it would just be you know uh, it would just widen the pool for everybody else to enjoy Amen. Dude, like the real roadkill skunk, dude. Where, where the hell is right. that? I think you know that's what everyone's looking for, and you know, I think a lot of that anymore. got bred out, you know, over the years. You talk to the skunk man and and other people, and they really focused on the sweet skunk part of it. And you know I what noticed, like, mo most of the roadkill really came from the the super skunk. I think that the Afghani lines had a lot to do with the real uh, original roadkill skunk that everyone's looking for. I think it really comes back to, you know, to the real original Afghani uh, lines. Yeah. Yeah, the accurate, the you accurate nasty. Hey, you know what, JJ, though? Uh, you know what? I mean, I, I think you're being a little diplomatic <laughs> in that you're being a nice guy. Dude, I mean, I, I've been on IC Mag too. And I saw Skunk Man's post about about the roadkill skunk, and he said that he has backstock breeding stock that still has the roadkill skunk in it, but he's not interested in working it at all because he likes the sweet, and he basically just told everyone to fuck off. Right, but I was told I was I was working on trying to get some of those lines, and I had some uh, close ties to the Skunk Man, and I actually was uh, a guest at the. Uh, at the cup, uh, what is legends. the legends? legends. Yeah, at the legends cup, I was at no, the I'll head table. Talk about it, JJ. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was mentioned, but it never happened. So uh, yeah, that was where the, the keep the, working on it. That's where it all deviated, anyways. That their idea of skunk, like they left America, called it skunk, and then in America there was and there's no skunks in the Netherlands. Exactly. Right? And, and, yeah, skunk. and nobody else. I mean, they they knew what skunk smelled like because they're Americans, you know. Oh. But they but the problem was that the yeah. Dutch people didn't know, so the Dutch were like, "Ooh, that is skunky," you know. And I was always like, "Man, this is really sweet," and just not, I don't think this is anything <laughs> like skunk. And I, at that moment in time, I kind of was like, you know, oh well, it'll be, it'll be around, you know what I mean? It's like the original. That's the smell I like. Is that little. When you're walking, the old around, skunk. like when you're the walking, like if you're walking through a festival and somebody lights a joint and it turns your fucking head around and you're like, "What the fuck was that?" You know what I mean? And then you go and you, it's so gritty and strong that you can fucking, you know, it's got texture to it or something. Dang, that's, that's the skunk that we're thinking of because we're all yeah. used to skunks. The like, shit where you're driving through Southern Humboldt or something and dude, you just yeah, you get that bam, you hit with the smell of skunk and you're like, "Did I hit a skunk or?" What Someone's growing something. Well, the, yeah. the chem dog does have some <laughs> exactly. of that. Exactly. You know, the chem D is, you know, you just crack a jar of that and it just permeates. And that's... You know, that's what I say when people ask me what the closest thing is to roadkill skunk. I always say, well, check out the chem D. It's got a lot of those features. Now, yeah. how does it compare that's to the, the nice super skunk? That yeah, super skunk was a little more it had like more podule kind of buds and right. stuff. I, I mean, in terms like of, in terms like of the, the smell, and it was brighter. It had the, it it had that sour diesel color though. The that color, color that, that lime bright, green, that brightness right. and lime. But it would you know. pod like you said, you know. But it grew very short and spirally. It had a really spiral yeah, it, thing. It, it, and it was, was very Afghani, you know, because you had a very thick stem to it. It grew to medium. I think height. that that lost its punch really quick though. It was like it one of those. It never was that strong. It was like it had that thing where it was there, but it was that. It was a fleeting moment of the, you know. When you open the jar, it's there, but it doesn't hang out and sit around the room. You know what I mean? It's sort of like after you light that's it up. The, yeah. That's the description of Jeezel to a T, too, except that Jeezel's high lasts longer. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, there's certain sense. ones that don't make, like, they don't hit. And, like, you know, the whole fucking New York City diesel bullshit, that that plant, like, smelled really interesting and grapefruity, but it had nothing to do with the sour. And, 
You know, I already, yeah, I've that, already, that I, wasn't diesel at all. And I've told that story many times <laughs> where, I mean, I literally went to Soma when I finally got some good real sour and didn't tell him what it was, smoked it with him, and he didn't, he didn't even like it. He was like, I don't like it. You know, and I was like, okay. And then like, <laughs> and then like a week later, I came back and said, do you want to try the sour diesel? And he had never tried it. He just got seeds from Jaliva, and those seeds were going to be S1s anyway because nobody was breeding a sour diesel seed at that time. So somebody yeah. got an S1 or something. And he picked out this grapefruity, completely off the wall, twelve week plant that didn't make any sense, you know. But it killed it over in, <laughs> in Holland because everybody there didn't care Not about to be taste. Negative, but did, do you guys know John Levi? Yeah, he was yeah. a friend Total of gravy. He was a friend. <laughs> he was a fucking dick. He was a friend of Gravy's, who was a friend of ours. So uh, originally, those th- that probably got sourced through either one of us originally. Oh, probably. sure, it was a bag of weed that somebody had a seed in that he got, and so he cause he basically told Soma like, "This is the shit in New York right now," and that's how so Soma was like, "Cool." Well, he and then used the tag name, on and it. then he put that New York City thing to it, and then nine eleven happened, and it turned into like this whole like kind of like memorial plan or some bullshit. Really, is that the vibe in Europe around New York that's, City Diesel? Well, that's what he kind of threw that out there. Oh, Soma did. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, it's it's an ode to the to the dead people in the thing. Wow. <laughs> so I was like, oh great, oh, now, now you're milking that. But and it's in the long run, yeah, it was pretty pretty much the most confusing thing for everybody in the long because now everybody thinks they have smoked sour diesel and they've smoked New York City diesel and you have to explain and go through it. Is it purple? <laughs> Does it grapefruit taste? No, that ain't it. You know what I mean? And, well, it goes back to the same thing with the, with, with the underdog now, you know, with, you know, as you brought the weasel on and there was this whole discussion with, with that. And, uh, and, you know, and I think there's a lot of people that, be- that they believe that they do have real underdog out there. Well, that's, and yeah. And that's until I, mean. I see it, you know, I, I, I can't believe so it. So here's my question. Well, you know what? I'm in, you know what? I post publicly, I am totally transparent. I post publicly just everything that I'm aware of and what I know. Yeah, but if you and know what you think you know is right is wrong. So if you're posting yeah. that, then it's wrong to begin with. Agreed, we don't believe it until we get a jar on the desk in here. That's the policy. I guess we're going to get a jar. Jar on the desk. Jar on the desk. Jar on the desk. But <laughs> you know what, dude? I, honestly, I mean, you know, it it is that that clone I have. It is worthy. Um, I'm sure so, that it is, but it's just a re, the, the name is just a re, re, misrepresentation. Yeah. Is that that's the point? You know, it might be the greatest <laughs> thing in the world. I'm not den- I'm not so denying what, that. What but would you suggest? It's not I what, do. It, what, what you're saying it is. What would you, what would you like? I got it as headband. And everyone else tagged it as Lupa headband, just to differentiate. Well, I can understand the headband thing, but you know, since it's so long, we never really, really, you know, we called it the headband, but we, we, you know, it wasn't yeah, really. It was unofficial. Yeah. That was really kind of unofficial, but the the underdog thing is a little bit more, uh, is a little bit more confusing than the under uh, the the headband. Yeah. So I got a question. Yeah. What's Adam's underdog? JJ, you Adam I believe has it's Star Dog. I yeah. believe it's a cool But I had cut Star Dog Star also, dog. though. That's that the problem. Fault. Yeah, but I also had the Star Dog also, and that's what Ace was. I mean, we had it eight years ago, so there's a. But know, there was also different Finos of the hoping, Star we're Dog. We're hoping the, we wish that we wish we could have preserved it. The, but. the Guava is a Star Dog. So right. There's different. There's different phenotypes of the Star Dog. The Guava is a Star Dog. It yeah. is a Star Dog. Okay, that's what I thought. But okay, so the guava and star, but there's two kinds of star dogs. Oh yeah, but but Multiple here in Denver, dogs? there's three or four different cuts. Right. But Someone I mean, asked me for star dog number seven yesterday. But I only right. got it from you. I didn't get it from anybody Nachampa, else. The grit cut, the the Cushman cut. There's numerous cuts that have been found and and used. How different are they? 
I'm asking. I mean, maybe they're bike. slightly different. I mean, they're all you can tell they're kind of star dog, but you know, I, I haven't got to uh, sample all the different uh, phenotypes. I mean, I've seen a few, uh, and they're very similar, but you know, they're they're a little bit different also. They're all all JJ's children are special. They're all special. Yeah, they're all in their own little way. <laughs> well, he's working with good genetics. I mean, you know, I mean, regardless of anything, I mean, you know, JJ has some of the original genetics in the foundation. I mean, if you look across the board through everyone selling seeds, I mean, between, you know, you can put a, you know, a list, of, you know, a handful of people who are at that baseline foundation that every seed today is based off one of us, either Inspecta, me, JJ, Swamp Boys, you know, you know, you can the list, you know, is, is pretty small, and everything is just something that, you know, we were working a long time back when, dude, people, most people were even afraid to get online and go on a marijuana site. So, Silence I, you know, Silence. yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, I mean, it's all timing, too, because, like, now it's kind of impossible. Well, I wouldn't say impossible, because there's going to be some kid whose dad... It's got some seed stock that he's going to pull out in you know the fridge or whatever, and we're going to be able to get, get all blown away by it. But at yep. the same time, for the most part, if you are that guy about buying seeds online or you know being told what you have is something and not knowing that you're starting off at the wrong beginning path in the first place, you have a pretty hard you know pretty hard to get to the finish line and be considered one of the you know legends of the industry or whatever. So those those kind of times were like you know kind of I wouldn't yep. say over, but it's a whole new generation and it kind of comes every 10 years or so and when i moved to holland it was in 89 90 it was when i sort of got into the game and then uh rob had been there already for about 10 years and you know they were like all happy that there was some new blood because they were literally reworking the same fucking things and there was like it was pretty limited you know the best thing they had was their um indian their Indian mail or whatever that they were using. With the Kerala or Kerala whatever. mail. And that thing. You know, I got those Kerala beans coming. Back. Oh, really? But that was like, to me, the most interesting thing they had. And, you know, and that was definitely nothing that made it on to the long term. And Skunk, of course, is their most legendary. And the hazes are hit and miss. And you have such a hard time. I mean, I grew out a shitload of them and I never found something that I was super happy with. So that's that was how I started my whole thing in the first place. Because I was like, you know what? I think there's better shit back in the States. Like, I was there, like, we're trying to figure out why they. Dutch were so well known for what they were doing, but realizing that most of the genetics were U.S. genetics brought over there, either worked there or even worked over here, and then just sold via Neville on a phone. You know. So the mystery that we got to crack, though, is like, where did they come from here? They weren't just like the land race species of North America. Right, <laughs> no, I no, I think a, I think a lot of it was from the war. I think a lot of it was Vietnam. Right, but a lot of that goes back to the hippie that, hash trail, and then the Afghani's from all the hippies. Yep. Exactly. So you had that kind of combo. Going and then all the Mexican and all the and then those things brought out to Hawaii, worked out there, and then brought back, you know. And we heard that a lot of stuff had come from Asia to Hawaii, wasn't that the who was telling yep. us that? Yeah, you'd think. I mean, and and a lot of those like Thai and Laotian strains and stuff, those things are like by you know, by legend, the some of the most psychedelic and trippy. And yeah, like, well, there's a big cross on there's a big crossover on all that stuff. I mean, what was it back in the 1700s? It was illegal for ship captains to not have hemp seeds with them in case they shipwrecked, and they needed to grow hemp for fiber for rope to, to get their ship back on board. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, so beans have been, you know, have been 
I mean, everything has gone around the world. It's really hard to tell the exact origination of anything because, you know, and all the slave trade, bringing over all those genes or, you know, into South America. Um, yeah, it's, and that's why you see a lot of crossover with these land races between, you know, different areas between Africa and... and it's all pretty and, much on the trail, too. I mean, if you look, it goes yep. from Afghanistan down through Asia, then goes down to Australia. And but we can't, we, you can't travel that route anymore, you know, and I think the gene pool that we have is what we have. And unless you're able to crack, you know, the barrier, barrier into some of these countries, uh, we're going to pretty much be stuck with what we have Agreed. there's in certain I mean, individuals. Well, well, the, the one thing though is there is a lot of uh, Americans in those places right now. So, yeah, so, we got a whole so, bunch of our boys so over there. A lot of military, and, and they're going to be bringing back some seeds, and it, it will continue to kind of flow. There will be some new yep. new stuff flowing in. Well, so, how the alien thing started to begin with was uh, seeds from an Afghani soldier. That's what I heard. Oh yeah, right. You know about that? Do we lose riot? We lost riot. No, we still got riot. 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 Nope, we lost Ryan. Matt. <laughs> yep, he's gone. He's gone. <laughs> it says that he's here Skype according to our Skype, here. but whatever. He's he's he's. Oh, no, now he's gone. Now he's gone. Now it's official. It's official. Um, so JJ, what was the mail you used in your lines? That's something I just realized. I don't know to like to make the the beginnings of your lines. Um, right, I, you're back. I used uh, yeah, I'm like an Afghan one from Sensi Seeds, uh-huh. and I crossed that into the ChemD, and then I back crossed it two times more, and that became my uh, my mail that I started with on the Star Dog line. On the Star Dog, I got you. So, Riot, we were uh, trying to get re- ask you on the what was the question there, Mitch? The alien line or what? Was it? Yeah, yeah, the alien line. The alien line, yeah, yeah. I believe that's what obsolete says. It's a it's a land race appy that he picked up. Um, I don't see any reason to doubt that, you know. But um, I'm still importing Afghani seeds to this day. Well, you know, and, like and I was going to ask there. you. You were yeah, telling me Bodhi Bodhi was out on the Khyber Pass, right? Like getting yep. new genetics. Um, yeah, yeah, he's going. At some point, I mean, I don't know, should I even say that? It's, it's happening soon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Bodhi uh, is he's hot gone to on Nepal the trail. and everywhere. Yeah, Bodhi is hot on the trail in getting yeah, those little land race genetics yeah, from the hippie trail. Dude, he's spending all his own money, his own everything, sacrificing his time. And actively searching for the, you know, yeah, genetics to open up the gene pool. I mean, who of us is doing that now? I mean, I I can't give Bodhi enough props for for doing that. I mean, yeah, he's pretty fucking magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he is he's bringing in a lot of good good stuff. And yeah. JJ, dude, <laughs> dude, your Nigerian silk. That plant is sick, dude. <laughs> yeah, I just got lucky with that one. It's fucking sick, bro, dude. You, I've just been lucky. I had her for a notes. while, and you know what? I I knew it was yours, and I, I there's no way I was gonna do anything with it other than just grow it for head stash. But it's head stash weed, dude. It's fucking bomb, dude. Well, yeah, I, you've been telling me that for years about that Nigerian. Right, but I think like what you said before, you know what I mean? To be a good breeder, you got to be a connoisseur. And I think like a lot of people in uh, Amsterdam, a lot of them didn't even smoke. And then they, you know, considered themselves breeders and just bred for all the wrong traits and kind of led, you know, 
uh, Amsterdam in the position that it is now, and you know, and they've never, ha you know, the American people always had the passion to you know, have the best weed and, and smoke the best weed. When you went over there, you know, people were mixing tobacco with their weed because it was too strong to begin with. So, you know, strength was never a priority. Where, where, you know, that's where it always started with me personally because I always like to smoke the best. So. You know, if I'm going to smoke the best, I want to breed the best, at least for myself and, you know, everyone else, you know, it, it just accumulated from that, you know, it was nothing that I really planned. I just wanted to preserve some of the stuff that came into my hands so it wouldn't be lost. And, uh, and, and it, it just, you know, it just accumulated from that. That's all I could say. Yeah, I know it was interesting because in Holland, I mean, exactly what you said, they didn't care. All they cared about was that it had enough smell that somebody could smell it and it could burn barely, you know, with less than tobacco and that was it, but pretty much the, and the price. And that's but if you're a passionate connoisseur, you just want to have the best weed period. Oh, yeah, and for sure. And, every and time you spoke green, bud. <laughs> yeah, and, and the funny part was that, you know, like living there, as a, going there as, a, you know, young and kind of impressionable and just sort of like looking at the whole situation, I was like, I would go into one coffee shop and say, you do realize that they have like better weed for cheaper like across the street and they would just like have blinders on and be like you know we are selling it at this price and that's the price yeah. it is and that's it's all there like, is to it and i was like, like one, you guys don't well, understand how the business works you know when aj brought the sour over they would they wouldn't acknowledge they it. used to kick us out of out of coffee shops for smoking sour they yeah. said it was too stinky you gotta get out yeah of we here. had it with sage too they called <laughs> it kawasaki <laughs> weed. out of like 10 coffee shops yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, over the over over the last twenty years, I've been thrown out of coffee shops. They come out. What? What are you? Get out of here with that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. What's well, because they because they don't you know they're not used to the pure joint. See, so rolling a pure joint and you got some killer weed. It smells way better than anything they got on the menu. And the they have it. Look shit. And, and they the customers want to know what you're smoking. Exactly. Everyone's pointing over at you. Sold so much diesel too that that this that I would go in. Oh really? So yeah, they had it. They had it out for you. Also had something to do. With Isn't a lot of the patients. weed in those clubs in Amsterdam just outdoor from Spain that gets? Um, maybe now. I mean, I, when I moved, it was kind of like Spain wasn't exporting so much to Holland, but I'm sure now with all the production. I mean, I was there last year at the Cup, which didn't really go anyways. It was a fiasco, but mm -hmm. I went around to a bunch of coffee shops, and, dude, I saw more brown weed than I've ever seen in my life. It's yeah, no, it's like gone downhill. It's 20 degrees there in the summertime. <laughs> it's gone downhill big time, though. It's Isn't been like, a lot of the breeding done in Spain now? Oh, now all the breeding's done in Spain. Yeah. No, nothing's done in Holland. All of it. Yeah, it's all done there. And, and, What's and, the whole thing about it secretly all being done in China, though? Is that real? Who says I this? heard that. That's a no, rumor. You know, I've never heard that. A lot's coming from Spain. It's all coming from Spain. It's all, it's all Spain right now, you know. And it was, yeah. it, Switzerland had a day and you know, a day in the sun there, but they are out. And then, you know, Holland was like the kind of last holdout for most people. And then in the last few years, it's just not worth it for anybody. So if you've been... Because over there, it's like every company probably got popped over the last few years in some way, shape, or form, loses a room or, you know. Um, yeah. And then once you get into a bad role with them, they just kind of keep coming for more. And well, I think that's what's happened to a lot of the good genetics that were there over there. You can't even find any more that they just don't have them anymore, just yeah. like you oh, said. Oh, no, it's all amnesia, right? Literally all amnesia and uh, <laughs> chocolope and, like, three other strains. You know what I mean? There's nothing there that's uh, yep. unique at all anymore. <laughs> And all grown really bad and just... Yeah, no, grown no, really bad. No you know, love, I spent no love. six months of last year touring the European Cup tours from Spain, uh, you know, Italy, uh, Denmark, um, Austria, uh, I don't know, I can't even remember all the places, dude, but I, 
I never saw the chronic that we have over here. Yeah. No, and and again, it's just exposure. It's like like you know, there's a difference of when we were growing up. You know, if you happen to have friends in Cali that were growing good weed, and then like I would bring it back to the East Coast, and then all of a sudden I'm a god because it's like, my God, you see this weed, and you know, it was in Rhode Island. You know, then people just were like freaking out over it, and then now. You know, everybody is pretty much like a cush in every state, and there's, you know, not like anybody hasn't seen chronic weed in life, unless you're an idiot and you can't find it. But you know, pretty much every, <laughs> everywhere you're going to find at least a, a B, a B grade, you know, or which, yeah, which would be you a know grade to most people. Those people who produce that AAA plus, they're a minority, man. They're those are the true connoisseurs that care about their grows, care about the plant, and you know, they're they're one in a thousand. I say less than five percent. That's what I was. I think yeah. less than five percent of like the 3%, herb, like three percent or something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, and it gets worse. And, and the more people that get into the game, then the right, it's the, going down, going down quickly. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be down to yep. one percenters pretty soon. So I want to just take a moment to pause, uh, do our shout outs, and then I also want to. Do we still have Matt Riot? Yep. Riot, can you reach out to Sonny and get bring him to the party? Uh, let's see what I can do. Yeah. Cool. We're going to do our shout-out, so it'll be about five minutes. Of course, big shout-out to right. uh, Way to Grow. Check them out, waytogrow.net. You can use their learning resources. You can find out about their sales. You can visit one of their seven stores anywhere in Colorado. Um, mention Adam Dunn Show when you're checking out, and it's pretty much a sale every day on everything, 25% off. It's better than their sale price on a lot of stuff, honestly. Uh, whatever you need, whether it's trim scissors, a uh, whole new light system for a hundred light warehouse, whatever. Go check them out. Way to grow. Way to grow. Dot net. Um, also, of course, big shout out to Incredibles Edibles. Kid, shirt. Kid's favorite shirt. Edible. Kid's favorite shirt. Edible. <laughs> there it is. Uh, how many flavors? What's the number of flavors? Um, there's thirteen. 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 Candy fourteen. Bar. If you really count, like the firecracker as its own. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, 13 to 14 plus uh, multiple flavors of gummies. Can anyone think of another candy bar company that has 13 to 14 flavors of candy bar? Weed um, or the, um, Hershey's, maybe? Size Hershey's? Hershey's? You mean does, like a real candy many, bar yeah, company? Yeah, how many does Hershey's How about Nestle's? Have? I don't think yeah. Nestle's does. Well, well, international if you, do, if you do Hershey's and you count each one like a Kit Kat and Mr. Good Bar, Hershey Bar, Hershey with Almond, Whoa, then they probably do. All, dude. But, I mean, when it comes to cannabis edibles... As we know that the kid loves candy from Way to Grow ads, actually. So yeah, I mean, well, well, I do love candy. But all when it comes, to, when it comes yeah. to cannabis edibles, though, I mean, there's... Uh, a plethora of different other companies here in in Colorado, and they just don't they don't match up. They, and they, none of them taste as good as they Incredibles. don't. They don't taste as good, and they're certainly not as consistent and effective. What you get with Incredibles is consistent every single time, and that's what is most important right now, especially on the recreational side. So, um, shouts to Incredibles. Yeah, of course, of course. Shout out to Build the Soil, buildthesoil.com. If you're growing organic at home, if you're growing organic commercially. You want the finest quality organic amendments, um, ingredients, whether you're making sprouted CT, whether you're starting your own worm farm, whether you're looking for cover crops to fix nitrogen-fixing bacteria in your soil, whatever you're after, um, check them out, buildthesoil.com. It'll be the best prices. They'll ship it right to your door. Right now, they got two promos. You can do ADS soil, and that'll give you, what, 20% off their hand-mixed Coots blend soil with the Ollie Mountain Fish Compost. Uh, the worm power, worm castings, etc. You can check that out right now, and or or you can just go ADS four twenty, and you can get a totally free. You just got to pay shipping, one gallon of the worm uh, worm power uh, liquid worm compost, and it's supposed to be good for all phases of growth. Jeremy sent me some of the research; looks pretty pretty legit. Uh, of course, big big shout out. 
moving on to AU Extracts. Adam, tell them what's new. What's new? With uh, AU Extracts. Like I told you, they're, uh, well, they're, you know, they're waiting here in Colorado as things move at lightning speed. Uh, we're looking at like a, probably August 1st. We can get some plants in the ground and then service this place uh, months after that. But in the meantime, Oregon's definitely, uh, there are about 26, 27 shops right now in Oregon where you can get AU Extracts and their Cannabis Cup winning Tangy, I think, is still available right there. Nice. Bam, third place. And if you're looking for CBD anywhere in the country, I recommend this at least once a day to people who come in. Uh, check out marysnutritionals.com and marryspetshop.com if you're looking for CBD for a pet. Uh, it's high quality, grown by our buddies at Elite. It's their, their CBD is technically hemp out here, but it's the real deal. It's not that Chinese shit. Uh, it's extracted right here in Colorado, and it's available online, uh, marysnutritionals.com and, again, marryspetshop.com. And, of course, a uh, uh, huge, huge love to the Elite Organic Supply crew uh, for all the work they do with CBD. Dark Horse, quickly. Yeah, and, of course, big big shout-out to Dark Horse Genetics. Uh, we're hoping to sit down with Jason out there in Chalice. I, I don't know if he was going to call in today. I think Kaya did. Uh, here, I do have a text uh, from Kaya, but it came after the phone, the show started, so we'll bring Kaya in on a call next time we do a breeder thing. Um, but, of course, big shout-out to Dark Horse Genetics. Download the app. Like I said, there's seed drops. It's a hell of a deal. It's quality genetics. Uh, DarkHorseGenetics.com. Dark Horse Genetics is the app in the App Store on iPhone, Google Play Store on Android. It's free, so it's awesome. And a quick shout-out to Pacalolo and Pineapples because last week we forgot Absolutely. to shout them out. We all got T-shirts. Super I, soft, super I comfortable. I, where's mine? I got to get mine. I gave it to you. you I know. It's here. There. I forgot. Super, yeah. No, super nice T-shirts. It's the other way around. Boom. Footback. Back. It's so over funny here. because you have so many yellow. T-shirts that are yellow. that olive green color. I know, I know. It like fits well. you perfectly. He knew me well. Yeah. No, I, I knew you well. So oh, you ordered it. I ordered the colors, dude. I oh, said, you know, look, yeah. look at bike. What is that? Is that not bike right there? Banana, like, That's, yeah. Yes, Weed, so, yeah. Oh, shaka so, bra. Shaka bra. You guys both got shaka bra. Yeah, but I got the olive. I'm the militant shaka militant bra. Militant shaka bikes, bra. Bikes the happy. Happy shaka bra. And he got the tank top. I got the tank top. Can't take good vibes. The shaka bra. Because so, I'm the, apparently you. that's our uh, Hawaiian guy who gave us the bad lead on that Hawaiian meteorite story. Mm. What meteorite uh, story? With the, with the bad lead. The meteorite. It's like Philly news writes the news in Hawaii. But it's okay. He, 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 he made up for it with t-shirts. Yeah, there we go. So on that note, hopefully Riot has uh, had some success in wrangling himself, uh, Sonny Chiba. Um, I I messaged him and uh, on Facebook and text messaged him said we should be getting separate. Oh, maybe that's him. Here we go. Is that the man? Welcome to the Adam Dunn Show. Hey, this is Sonny. Sonny! Nice, we have it's Sonny Chiba. Sonny! Hey, what's up, Sonny? Yeah. It's Lupa. How's it going? Going good, brother. Going good. It's going awesome. We've been having a conversation all about breeding, talking about the history of different lines and things like that. And we're kind of letting everyone introduce themselves to the conversation by talking about the lines that they're, I guess, known for. Uh, All right. I know you for the Double Purple Doja. Um, All right, excellent. Why don't you talk about some of the other lines you've put out? Sure. Some of, uh, let's see, some of the earlier stuff. Uh, So Subco and I worked on uh, Sputnik together. Um, And then I made Black Cherry. Uh, I remade that into Black Cherry uh, version 2. Uh, slightly different male using a BX2 black Russian male rather than a black one F or sorry a black Russian F1 male like I did in the original and I think that's what you guys probably know as black cherry soda uh, okay. you'll know that here in the show uh, once we get some snips 
from that and some of the other seeds and like that. Uh, the DNA will tell us. Uh, Neon Super Skunk, I know that Riot also worked with that. Um, lemon Freeze. Uh, I don't know, there's a lot of them out there. Oh, you but did Lemon Freeze? What's that? Yeah, I did Lemon Freeze. Oh, nice, man, nice. And that's uh, Lemon Freeze is um, a JCB back cross. And JCB is actually uh, what Bushy Old Grower used in his line for the Lifesaver. Uh, which is kind of like the staple of his genetic. Oh, I didn't know that. I, yeah, yeah Jack's Clean of Blueberry. Correct, the JCB, uh, the Jack's Clean of Blueberry. Uh, yep. And, uh, yeah, I talked to, uh, to Bog when, uh, in Denver, and uh, he verified that, that story. And I knew about that for a long time. There was a lot of... Uh, the story wasn't very clear from Sub or, you know, and I really wasn't talking to Bog, but uh, it was kind of nice to be able to clear that up. But, uh, yeah, Lemon Freeze is... Uh, uh, back cross of JCB. Uh, it's JCB X JCB. Yeah, I enjoyed some of those phenos I found in there. Very cool. Thank you. So, uh, I'm bringing so back a lot of that stuff right now. Um, I'm working on a lot of uh, the old stuff. Getting ready to bring back a lot of the old stuff um, and newer generations and making some uh, new crosses with that stuff. Um, it's a lot of new stuff that's getting ready to come down the pipe now that legalization has happened and. Uh, we have seeds taken care of here in Oregon, and now that we're, you know, we're going to be able to have a, uh, a thriving seed industry. It's kind of crazy it happened here exactly the same time, too. Like a couple days, like literally two weeks ago, they announced that we can start to do that here in Colorado, too. So things are opening up for the whole seed. Well, world. they didn't really publicly announce it. It's kind of like people started asking and being like, hey. I'm pretty sure. No, I'm pretty sure. Is it public? I think it was public. I think they announced it. Yeah, so um, I wanted to ask Sonny. Um, you know, but earlier we kind of asked, had a discussion about what the difference between a breeder and a pollen chucker. And as a guy who's been doing a lot of breeding, I'd love to hear your sure. your take on that. Yeah, I've been actually listening to the show up until now. Now I want to talk uh, back about this purple male because it's it's almost like what Matt was describing uh, with this purple riot berry before. So this you're talking about a male that uh, that you found that breeds dominant uh, over everything else to 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 give that anthocyanin purple trait. Correct. It carries the true anthocyanin. Uh, like the actual ball sacks are piss purple, uh, the flowers are pink, you know, rather than your traditional yellows and your whites that you're seeing on your male flowers, they're actually carrying the anthocyanin traits. Um, yeah, absolutely. They, uh, I can put up some pictures, I can give you guys some pictures for some males, you know, you can take a look at, see where some of the color comes from that, that's out there. Uh, I, find it, I find, it, find it pretty cool uh, stepping away from the scene and coming back after a few years, like how much people have actually used my work, it's kind of humbling. Uh, pretty neat to see. I'm one of them. I'm one of them. You know, <laughs> what's that? I'm one of them, I said. I think right. I, I think a lot of people who listen to the show knowingly or unknowingly, I mean, yep. you contributed in a large way to the TGA library, is that correct? That is correct. That's correct. I, you know, uh, Jill and I, Sub came here to Oregon, and I was one of the first, I would say, technically, the Green Avengers or so. Um, or, you know, I was more of my own thing, but uh, I was working under your umbrella for a while. Uh, making Mumbler, I was going uh, Yeah, that was some of the original basis for TGA um, before it spun off, you know, to what it is today. And uh, how much did you contribute, like, I guess a lot of that starting stock that you had worked previously, or how did that work out? 
you know, a lot of that stuff was given to me by them, and uh, and it was also that all came from other people. You know, like uh, the Black Russian. I want to make sure I give a shout out to Naboo because he's the breeder who made the Black Russian. Mm-hmm. Uh, Soma is where the blackberry actually came from. Um, I'm sorry, did you say uh, Soma is where actually, the blackberry came from? Soma Blaze. Oh, okay. not, not so, so. You cut out for uh, a second there, so yeah, just hit the he- hesitation. All right, torch into the mic, please. Sorry, sorry, Sonny. Go ahead, please. Oh, did we lose Sonny? No, I'm here. Oh, okay, cool. Sorry, please, please continue. I'm walking. But uh. Yeah, some of Blaze is the original guy where the Blackberry came from. And from my understanding, Blackberry is actually Bagseed, of course. Um, and then uh, Naboo worked with the Blackberry. Some of Blaze passed away in 2006. And uh, Naboo worked with the Blackberry uh, and crossed it to a few different things. And he still actually works with it. Um, but he made the Black Russian, and that's where I got the purple genetics from. As far as the other genetics, I worked with... Uh, uh, the squid super skunk and uh, Adam was actually asking me about that um, earlier this spring when we were hanging out and uh, I got the information from that and that's actually it was some of the original pre-stock of the super skunk from Sensi Seed is what Mike is telling me that, that, that squid um, and I would say that's probably one of the more roadkill skunk to use that term phenotypes that I've seen out there a lot more than the skunk number ones so I think you guys are accurate when you're talking about the super skunks and the Afghanis really uh, exhibiting the traits of uh, the roadkill. Yeah, because that's all that was. It was a back Afghan back crush, right? <coughs> yeah. What's that? That's basically what that was, was a skunk back crush to an Afghani two times. Afghans, correct. Yeah. And then I actually took that same phenotype and I crossed it back to Afghani again. And I'm getting ready to grow that out here eventually. It's more space here, and uh, I'm going to try to phenol hunt and see if I can find some skunky girls in there. So how different is it uh, operating under, you know, sort of the new, I guess the new society's approach to cannabis versus back when you were doing it before? Well, you know, things have changed. You know, when when I was breeding back in the day, a lot of the stuff that I was breeding for were these amazing fruit flavors. We had lemons, we had oranges. Uh, you know, it was very dynamic when these purple strains were making these crazy flavors that were associated with berries. But now we know that these are terpenes. And, you know, we have these new scientists that break down all these amazing things, uh, that, you know, features that we are seeing in these strains. Oh, yeah. Now the thing is that the, the people are keeping stuff that nobody would have selected before because it's like it scored high all of a sudden. And it's like, oh, you know, I can't get rid of it. And it's like the ugliest plant like in the room. Yeah, like a lot of them, you know, just like they're, they grow terrible. They're, you know, they would have been eliminated, but now that we have a chance to test it, and we're all of a sudden it's the most valuable plant on the planet, and everybody's freaking out over it. Um, but at the end of the day, I think now that we have, now that we actually have access to the same stuff, that we can actually breed back, you know, nice growing plants that actually exhibit all these things instead of it just being, you know, like you, you're just stuck with the luck of the draw, which is the way it kind of has been already. It's like, oh, well, it yields, you know, half an ounce plant, but it's so awesome, which is, of course, valid just for growing it in the first place. But to breed, to find out that certain strains that, you know, maybe have no no desirable traits except for their fact that they have a good profile, people are already, like, keeping it and running with it because they don't care about weed, you know what I mean? So we just have to kind of work with all the all the parameters and create that. Yeah, those, yeah those are the people that are like, beer's beer, food is food, yep. tobacco is tobacco, oil is oil. Yep. 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 
Yeah, I don't I don't target that market either. That I leave that to the commercial guys. And yeah. that, that's that's most people out there, you know. So good thing that only five percent is really connoisseur grade, or three percent, as we said, because most people, a lot of people eat McDonald's, a lot of people eat Taco Bell. <laughs> yep. But it's, uh, I think well, has that market. Don't leave that to him. <laughs> yeah, and I think uh, you know the reality is uh, all the different thing, all the different foods and and different kinds of drinks and different kinds of weed and different kinds of hash. There's always going to be you know very small majority or small minority of people that are doing stuff, and then a majority of people who are just you know coming in for the what's the five percent or lower of everything. You know they don't care about if it's weed or alcohol. They just don't want anything. I don't, you know, when people say, when people even mention that something's too strong, you kind of like my ears shut down. Like, I'm just like, all right, I'm not listening to you anymore. There's, just, there's no reason to talk at this point. You know, like, oh, I don't like this. It's too strong. You know, you're like, really? All right, we're done. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not even going to continue a conversation because you're obviously not on the same path because we're, I'm always looking for something that's just knockout. You know what I mean? We Those are the weekend smokers, dude. Yeah. I mean, everyone's looking for that left hook. You know, there was always. <laughs> And, and occasionally, and then there's been one, like, like, what I'm always looking for is something that does something specific that, <coughs> not, not necessarily... Like a, a specific type of high? Yeah, or a specific, you know, like, a, like everybody goes like, oh, yeah, you're right. You know, it happens sometimes, but it's never consistent. It's never like, you know, it's always about flavors and stuff. You'd be like, does it taste like a, a tangerine mixed with cat food mixed with, oh, yeah, I smell it. You know what I mean? It's like, because you're just on point, but it never, never comes through. But I actually have, I'm talking more like effect... Where like every time it makes you see things out of the corner of your eyes, something like that. Like I had, I had literally this one time, and I don't even know who grew it, but they were like, "Dude, this shit makes your like left leg go numb," and I'm like, "Bullshit," you know what I mean? And I smoked it, and I was like, "Fuck, you're right, dude." No like, way, I everyone swear, made the no swear to God, and way. Just one time, I only got to smoke it once, but but the one time it did make your left leg go numb. Yeah, and my specifically left, your left leg, leg and arm both. I was like, <laughs> only the left side. You know what? Side. That was, happens with my clockwork. I swear to fucking no God. No way, man, Ryan. Yes. Come on, right. legs go numb. <laughs> Legs go numb. I've been saying that for years. It's true. It's true. Yeah, but that's different than specifically everyone's left leg goes. Well, numb. even if his legs, yeah, maybe if, not left leg, but if it's your legs going numb. If his legs going numb, it's that's already specific enough. Get get me some. Get me some. Get me some. I need that now. Well, you know what? A true connoisseur, <laughs> dude, it really probably doesn't have any one favorite because we smoke for a lot of different reasons. At nighttime, we want something to lay us out. At daytime, we want something to keep us alert but, you know, still medicated. I mean, dude, there's so many different reasons that people smoke. I have so many strains that I keep just for my own head because of I smoke according to the type of high that I want at any particular time of day. So there's a lot of different strains I have that... Yeah, and I think yeah. I think once it's in extract form, it's even more it's even more intense because you start to you have to mix like three different types just to get that full effect anyway. I mean, like before yeah. I go to sleep, I literally yeah. try to do like a smorgasbord as far as I can go, and then it's like until I wake up on the couch, and you know, then like all right, I made it through. And the oil's got to be done right, dude. <laughs> you know, like CO two oil strips no, all no, the terpenes about out. No, we, none of us are none of us are smoking CO two oil. Believe me. Yeah, dude. <laughs> no, yeah, no fuck one, CO two, dude. No, no, you no. lose half the medical value of the plant, dude. But yeah, fuck CO two. No, CO two is definitely like for, that's again like amateur shit right there. It's like mm-hmm. that's, that's the people who are you smoking pens and thinking they're getting high and you're just like yep. you're like I'd have to like 
eat the whole pan or something to get high. There's no no possibility of an actual hit. Kind of, you know, only thing it does is give you a little satisfaction that you got something like, like vapor of some sort. But yep. But in but general, I'll tell you those pens, dude. No one, the feds, no one's really caught on yet, dude. Like I flew from here here from San Francisco into Germany. And I had my pens with me the whole time, and I was going into the airplane bathroom, getting high with my pen, going back to my seat, going to sleep, yeah. dude. And no yeah. one cared that I had a pen. And see, then you get high because you're like under like a total stressful situation, and yep. you're like, you know, yep. everything's getting you high. You just the fact you have a pen yep. in your pocket yep. is getting you high. Elevation. Let me just say, I traveled with, I was traveling with my pens too, and I would, I would just disassemble them and put them in separate parts of my bag. And they did stop one of my bags one time. Because the little coil looked like essentially, I guess what they considered came up at a certain heat temperature or whatever, and could have been parts to make plugged it in, left it parts to make a bomb. No, but uh, they did. They yeah, did stop separate, my bag. Yeah, and then they, they had no idea what let Adam carry that bag. But yeah, it was a separate pieces. So it was just yeah. the coil aspect, and I guess the coil could have still been warmer I, than I had the classic. Temperature. I had the classic in New York where right before I got on the plane no, this time. I was like, maybe I should check my bag one more time because I'm in New York. You know what I mean? And of course, I had the. I had the coffin bag that that yeah. with the lockable coffin bag with my pens and all my cash and shit in there, and I walked around the fucking airport for like half an hour looking for one cool person to get. I asked about five guys, and they were like scared, like oh, run away, run away. And I was like, hey, hey, do you li- <laughs> like do you live here? Do you want? Can you can you take this? Can you keep this? I got it. And then I was like, fuck it, I just left it there, and it was like. Somebody's gonna be stoked, you know what I mean? Classic. Someone's gonna find that. <laughs> but I was like, hmm, New York. Yeah, I probably should double check my bag one more time. And it was like, of course, I left it. In my, I just let my bag go through. I could have just slipped it in the other way. And so we got a uh, we got an entry in the prank calls, kid. I don't know if you can play off my phone. All right, we got one already. Yeah, they said it's embarrassingly bad, and they don't need any seeds. But hopefully, that will be <laughs> enough to amuse us. Oh, that's bad. Cool. That great. I'm already embarrassed for them. So yeah. the I'm port's on the bottom, and then the volume's going to be on the left. And let me guess the play button makes it play. It's an iPhone with the port's on the top. I know you're used to no, using... No, cord's on the bottom. Okay. Thanks, Tom. I didn't know you... Oh. Yep, All right, here we go. Can you... Hi, uh, I was calling. I work at the Pizza... I own the Pizza Hut. Down the road from you. Um, I just had a few questions. Could you answer them for me? Uh, perhaps. Uh, I have a few questions for you, too. But go ahead, you first. All right. Uh, could we end up doing a collaboration? What collaboration are you thinking? Uh, <laughs> do you sell marijuana? Uh, yeah. How much you need? Oh, I was just wondering if we could sell in Pizza Hut from from you. Oh, so you're thinking, you know, people call up Pizza Hut and they get some weed and pizza all in one? Yeah, I heard people do collaborations on strains, so I thought we could do collaboration with restaurants. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like a great idea. Uh, why don't you put together a business with Nolan Shark Tank? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh by the way, um, Adam Dunshow is the shit, man. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Uh, first little hope, little joke. All right, guys. It was it was it was rough. It was rough. He said he was horrible. It wasn't that bad though. At least he kept it growing. He kept you thinking. He didn't just freeze. He agreed on everything, dude. He wants to sell wheat. He wants to sell wheat. We're making headlines, dude. Headlines here. Headlines. I don't even know if he called the right place. It was that guy. It was his voice. That was the guy. That was his voice for sure. For K Bud. That's big dork face or whatever his name is. Gary Ganja? What's his name? Is his Gary life Ganja? terrible? That's not the owner, though. Yeah, well, yeah, his real is. name isn't Gary Ganja. No, but that was the other guy, though. That was the fucking dude who's on the show from... That does it all the... Yo, yo, yo's. He's not on the show. Bubba Love Sponge. Bubba Love Sponge. Uh, that's the syndicated. Syndicated. Bubba is on in Florida. I don't know. The we'll highest, find out. The highest level of America. It was definitely culture. a recognizable voice, though. It could be good. He did good. Who the fuck was that? What was that about? It was a terrible prank call. It was a terrible, but it was at least a good attempt. Can you prove? Can you show how it's done? I'll show how it's fucking done. All right, all right. right. Yeah, yeah. Now we're talking. Now we, why didn't you respond to this in the first place? This is a. I don't know. I, I never thought about it, but yeah. Now get on the phone. <laughs> call. call him now. Call him now. No, we have an hour. We have, we have, and broadcast it live on our show. Yeah, get it live. Go get him, Matt. Go get him, Matt. Go get him. So what do you? What, you need their phone number. What do they? What do they talk about? What do they talk about? So it's like what, a. Show about? It's a fake weed radio station. It's so lame, dude. <laughs> so like it's a weed themed radio station, but they don't. They just say they, stupid stuff about. And they weed. play like you know classic rock, and they kind of come back and stay, say real stupid shit. Like every time, it's always about. You know, you can't leave any snacks around here. <laughs> Everybody's hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're like, right. what? what? We'll, do, we'll plan it for next week, and me and Mitch will figure something out there. No, 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 no it's all no, you. No, this no, isn't you and Mitch. This is from Matt Ryan. I can do this. You said you could do it. I can do that. I can do it myself. I'll do it myself. Give him, give now? Me, tell him the number. I got, I got kid to says some, now. I got to do some research. Kid says now. Kid says now. Kid says right now. He's He's demanding it. What is the number? I'll do it. And, he's, and, and he says he'll get a tattoo it. if you do that. You can tattoo anything on him again. Kid's going to do it. I'm getting oh, the number. Oh, kid. No. Hell no. I brought my equipment. He pushed out. Let's be kid, real. answer, answer Matt Riot. Don't just wave to the air. Your Don't mic wait, works. Your, your I mic. didn't get tattooed at apparently a biker-filled concert hall. Oh, what? You're like wait, you know, I was there on, se- on, the day, on the Thursday at ADSI saying, Where's the, let's do it right now. And everyone was like, oh, oh well, I have half the equipment. Well... I didn't make it to the after you party. You didn't say that. Bullshit. You didn't say that to me right now. Bullshit. There wasn't enough room for My girlfriend has the he, other half of the equipment. He mumbled it. He told. mumbled it, actually. He didnn't really say it. I he probably was mumbled. mumbled. I mean, I, w- I definitely probably mumbled. I mumbled. Like, yeah, I was just a little bit. Anyway, I'll call, I'll call this cable radio station right now. All right, I'm getting the number for you. The kid's going to call. Okay. I can talk about anything, right? Call his fucking Morgan Freeman. Does it? Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. You can, you can. No, what you have to do is the way to do it is you call as you call on behalf of somebody because then they can't dis- discredit you. Yeah. So I'm calling on behalf of Morgan somebody. Freeman talking like Morgan Freeman. That's what, <laughs> that's what I would do. I'd be like, well, yeah, we all sound like Morgan Freeman after a while. Uh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> you could just call as his secretary first, or as you know, I'm just come on, do it. Yeah, I, I have to plan <laughs> take this some out time. Like, you made it, leave. Come on, you know, like I want to be funny. I don't want to be fucking lame. <laughs> A well, collaboration with Domino's or something. Just kidding. No, it was Pizza Hut. It was, did you see the Pizza Hut uh, movie projector that they put together? That was pretty dope. I don't know about that. It's a pizza box that turns into a movie projector with your iPhone. It was pretty smart. That's pretty cool. I liked it. Can someone buy like, oh, Can you give me the K-Bud phone number for that little setup? Yeah. <laughs> Who's K? What's the number? 
Bike's getting it. I can't get it. Google's oh, protecting me. How much time do we got? We got like a half hour. So what? So it's, it's another forty-five. Forty-five minutes. That's a perfect amount so, of time so, to. So to, if I'm calling, jinx, I think. I'm going to say, hey, you know, this is this K-Bud radio station is what it would be called, right? Yeah, or is I'm, there something I'm else? Morgan Freeman's uh, smoking ninety-four-one. Smoking, is that what it's called? Yeah. So is this smoking ninety-four-one? Because Morgan Freeman yeah. said he would inject weed, so you could get on there. Person. Well, no, like, do I want to speak with the call numbers of, No, no, no. You want to talk to Gary Ganja. Gary Ganja. Whose real name... But we'll, get, we'll get his real yes. name. Smoking 94-1. His real name. Yeah, yeah. Smoking right? 94-1. Okay, really KBUD. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, are you on an actual the, FM station? Oh, I got you. KB, K-Bot. you said KBO. I thought that KBO was a person. No, no, KBUD. Smoking 94-1. But you KB-U-D. should ask for the guy, like Gary Ganja is his character name. He literally, yeah. care, I understand okay. the difference between character no, and personality. No, I got you. I got you. But you should ask for him by his real name. So it sounds real like name? a real business. A real call. business proposal, yeah. Mark Paskin. Mark Paskin. Right, Mr. Paskin. Okay. And they'll be like, who the hell are you? <laughs> Do we have the phone number? Looking. Okay. This, this or Mark. Is, this ask is, for Mark, actually. Yeah. Is Mark there? Right, in the meantime, while he's getting all set up. We're gonna do anything else. We're just you want to concoct the prank call, or you want to just? Know. We have to figure. Going Morgan Freeman, what's up? You yeah, know. I'm trying to think this out. Come on. Well, I, I mean, he's technically sitting here now, just preparing for what his call is going to sound like. He needs to have lots of time to think before he calls on the spot. So. More, yeah, yeah ask him to show you his children. What about his like children? That. He wants wants to collaborate in the white slave trade. <laughs> no, no, I think that the question for uh, KBOD is whether uh, they're open to new programming. Well, no, I mean the Adam the Adam Dunn show. I mean, essentially said that they were going to to take me to a whole new levels. We're going to sponsor the whole new cannabis movement, and especially in in Oregon. So that's why I want to call them to see if maybe they have a better offer to <laughs> to put put things on the market. I mean, if they want to work with an Emmy award winning actor, they really need to. To and, to and, and, and Oscar, an, I think an Oscar. Oscar. I think he's won Oscars. Oscars. You, you, you won the Emmys. Well, I no. mean, it's the. Well, it's, I guess you can pull yourself into the whole thing. And has my, he done? And my, done television? And my Emmy award-winning producer did a television. I right, right, do movies. I play God mostly. Very God-like voice. <laughs> Who's this? The voice of God. Who's he supposed to be? I like Morgan. Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Bad impression. I thought it was Harvey Keitel. No. <laughs> do you have the phone number, Mike? Can, what can no, you do? Uh, can, what kind of impressions? Did they can take their number off the internet? No, 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 Mr. Riot, can you do any impressions? Me? No, not any impressions. Oh, come on. Not worth a damn. I thought you were that kind of guy. I love how much we're talking about uh, genetics, especially. Is what's cool. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll, we'll break here, but no, no, no. Genetics and hijinks is the name of this episode. John DeFrill, you want to say anything about genetics? <laughs> you're a geneticist here. Yeah, you're a geneticist. Might as well talk about some genetic Gen- uh, just, just <laughs> random genetics. Random, just yeah, just throw some shit together. Yeah, Boom. Well, <laughs> no. Talk more about about. I mean, no one else can see this paper, so you can talk more about. Because what's interesting is what's clustered, but it's also interesting what's not clustered. The outliers and and the what we discussed as far as how long these uh, branches are, and it shows how far back certain strains yeah. are, how foundational yeah, they are in a way. Washer dryer, uh, Wash dryer deliver. That's exciting. Oh, you know, I started grab them. Gone. Yeah, make sure. I Give those away. I got a seed company, dude. I'm started right now. Seed, I know seed company. <laughs> Another one. I got a new seed. I got two new. I got two packs. Another guys. You thanks. Need a pack of seeds. Yeah. No, I got. I got two so from Tim, and I think I got two over on the other side of the table from somebody else. So I'm nice. no, dear set. Nice. Yeah, I'm set. <laughs> <laughs> we lost uh, John. Come on. So uh, <laughs> we lost John. We lost John. Where is he? Oh, he's right there. 
So yeah. the way we the way I clustered it was just uh, it's it's called hierarchical clustering, and the algorithm. Tries I can't to hear him. Oh, he's wrong oh, mic. Yeah. Sorry, wrong mic. Yeah, good good call. Good call. So this first clustering that I've got here is just based on hierarchical clustering. What that does essentially is it calculates the distances between all the different uh, samples, and I got a 29,950 single nucleotide polymorphisms out of all 192 of these guys. And it's mm -hmm. a fucking lot. So it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of data. Yeah, it's it's many many gigabytes of data that I start with, um, and then I wow. Do you write your own programming too to correlate all that data? I write I write some of my own scripts to to move between things, and I also use a lot of different published packages from other academic and research groups. So it's it's kind of the trick is knowing how to like jump between packages to move the data around the fastest as possible, and you yeah. know work off the the shoulders of all the people who have come before you. Because if you have to write everything See, from scratch, it takes a long time. You know what, bro? That's the that's the killer, dude. Is you have people like us that are out there actively working, know the industry, have been around for decades. And, like, I was watching, what was it, the Weeds 3 show with the Sanjay Gupta, and they were talking about, you know, scientific studies, and they're saying the biggest problem they have is they can't verify the genetics they get. Well, how come they're not talking to the people who are the foundation of this community? I mean, they're not talking to any of us Right, so all the you and know all of our research. To get the real shit. <laughs> right there, so it's it's kind of a catch twenty two in that case because what it really just comes down to is all of those researchers rely on NIH or NSF or some different federal funding agency, and yep. so the only way they can get that stuff is they can't just go get a medical card and walk into a dispensary in California. You know, they have to make sure that everything clears all the way up through with the feds. And who does that end with? It ends with the the DEA. And so yeah, but they could be talking to one of us, and we could slip them something that's verified, that's real. That but then all know. these academics lose, you know, have the opportunity now that they risk all of their federal funding because if that stuff does get yeah. found out, they, then the, go the government just pulls all their funding. And if you have five million dollars worth of funding and forty mem staff members, and then the feds pull your funding, you know, you're see that's crazy. They're business. trying to reinvent the wheel when we have thirty, forty years of experience. That all that data that we can put together, just like, just like. Um, so that's why I'm here. You know, that's part of why I'm here today, and and is to, to exactly you're the road, guys like you guys. <laughs> yeah, and also, I mean, the thing is, they are trying to find out all this information, and they're trying to like, you know, write everything down and tell us about everything you do, and they want all of our, you know, all of our books written, so that we can say that, you know, well, this is how we feed our plants, and this is what we feed our plants, and this is the plants I'm growing, and. You know, they're, they're definitely trying to do as much as they can without saying that they're doing that. Um, and, they, you know, we're kind of... Unless you're GW Pharmaceuticals. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> yeah, they've got a pretty big head start on everybody. Those guys are... Yeah, they do. What? Yeah, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a joke. What do, you, what do you think about Phylos Bioscience? Yeah, they're you know they're another one of the groups I was mentioning earlier when I said I'm not the only person doing this. They're they're also working on on a similar you know similar approaches and similar questions, and it's going to take a lot of people to to really get to the bottom of this. And correct. So I, yeah, I think they I, they have a solid background in in molecular biology, biochemistry, and genomics. So I'm sure that they'll do good things. Yeah, I've been speaking with them here in Portland. They're they're located out of here in Portland. 
doing politics. This is how I ran into them, and they definitely seem, you know, with, with some, they have some, their interests seem pretty interesting. So, you know, when they're doing, uh, you know, genetic piracy and the IPs and stuff like that, um, that's that's kind of where it gets a little funky. But uh, I, I do I do love the, the the initiative to you know produce a family tree. That way we can, you know, trace everything back. Amen. Yeah, and they have good samples for ancestral strains, and that's that's ultimately the, the main goal is really trying to figure out what are those early branching points, just like all the conversations been around today. Of you know, can we get some so examples I, of those? Can I finish your seeds, and you can you can extract the embryo and get the DNA from that? Like, I mean, that would work, right? Yeah, we could get it from seeds or. Because um, I have a lot of yeah. land raised seeds as well, and heirloom seeds. Um, that would be awesome to do it with. Well, I wouldn't want to sacrifice those seeds. I'd say we might as well just. Ch- I have plenty. Okay. If, if it's one, if it if it's one that if it's a lot that I have plenty of, you know, but it's no big deal. Great. Those would be those would be excellent samples. Yeah. So what you would awesome. do is try to germinate those seeds, and the ones that don't germinate are the ones that you'd want to donate. Correct. Oh, yeah, I have perfect stuff for that. <laughs> seeds that, that don't germinate. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. I mean, I have stuff like from this old smuggler. This old smuggler gave me like old Korean Afghani hybrids and stuff like that that are thirty years old. Um, oh, wow. This guy bite me off of the Mister Nice for him, and I, like it kills me that I can't germinate them. But I have hundreds of each line, you know. And some of them aren't even named or labeled; they're just you know whatever. But uh, yeah, it's all early line. Wow. Colombian, Colombian. Instead, rainbow Colombian, Colombian red, Colombian gold, Colombian black. Where'd you get those? Are those uh, the bite same me. breeding stock that's been going around the web for twenty years, or was that actually no, hard? no, no? This isn't. This is something that he kept in his own personal collection that he smuggled. You know, thirty years ago he got popped for smuggling. You know, so he has a lot of provenance to his story, and he's really, really knowledgeable when it comes down to it. And a lot of older guys know him. So yeah. yeah All right. Uh, on that note, I think the kid's about to make a little phone call. So Skype guys. All right. We're going to ask you to to not laugh too hard. So our guy Gary Ganja is hosting the station right now, the owner of the station. So we're gonna we're gonna try to catch him while he's on air. All right, awesome. Kids ready to execute. Kid, how are they gonna hear you? Hello. Yeah, hi. I'm calling for uh, Mark Paskin. Uh, Mark is in Reno all week until Monday. Is there something I can help you with? Uh, yeah, I actually I'm calling on uh, in behalf of uh, Mr. Morgan Freeman for you. I'm sorry for who? Uh, for Mr. Paskin. Okay, about what? Uh, well, I have uh, Mr. Morgan Freeman for him. He's just trying Morgan to discuss. Freeman. Yes, sir. Morgan Freeman, the actor. Yes, sir. And that's for what? Uh, well, we're, uh, you know, with all of the uh, recent legalization that just happened with Portland the, the previous evening, um, he's trying to essentially find a network that he wants to broadcast from. Um, he has a few in mind. Um, he heard good things about Mr. Paskins, so we just wanted to get in touch and see if maybe he would be able to speak with him directly and uh, see if there's any way that we could progress something a little further. All right. Well, do you want me to give you his phone number? Um, um, yeah, that would be fantastic. Give me one second. Let me just grab a piece of paper here. Hold on one second. Okay. Okay, go ahead. 619. 619. Uh, Where am I here? 
5535. Okay, and that will be that will get me directly to I don't want to interrupt yeah, him. Not just cell number. Buddy, I'm so sorry, but I'm on the radio. I gotta go. Perfect. Thanks, pal. Now now on the show he's gonna talk San about San Diego it. number. San Diego number. Oh, okay. you're in charge then, Matt. Right, so you, you can take it to the next level. You so this is so no, no, so no, so don't, we don't call him right now. No, no, we don't call him now. The thing is that no one now you made the dis- start. Someone you know, else Matt, is Matt needs call. to call. Matt's got to call and be the same as you I'll are right now. Me, and then, I and have then to be you have to be Morgan Freeman. Freeman. That way he doesn't like you're yeah, trying to yeah. do everything. You know what I mean? And we'll do that together oh, live. Awesome. And we'll do that live next. Uh, we'll figure out how we can do that live. Hey, and uh, frankly, everybody on the internet has dude's phone number. That's what I was already thinking too. So. Not, to, wait, not speaking of phone numbers, not to mention Morgan that Freeman? when this gets played back, I was informed that everyone, anyone who called Skype's phone number is available to anyone who watches the video feed as well. Oh. No, only if I'm displaying the screen. Which you, you were for a while, like down there in the, oh, right, now we're on, right, can, so no one can see the screen Nobody right now. see the screen. For that temporary period. I heard it, they were too late to take a screenshot, but. Uh, uh, it was all there. Chris Kadash is in, you owned your phone already. Yeah, Chris, that's why he's my security guy, right there. <laughs> right there. <laughs> I think he was just in shock that Morgan Freeman was calling. He was, he was, that was awesome. That was awesome. Dude, that guy's going to be so stoked. Yeah, right now, no, well, right now he's over the fucking moon. It, he just talked to a guy who hangs out with Morgan Freeman. We have to let it simmer, yeah, because now we need him to then hopefully get in touch with Mark before we call him next week. Exactly. So, have Mark you heard from Morgan friend. Freeman's guy yet? So that way he's expecting the phone call. Uh-huh. So, so when Morgan tell calls him, up, tell it's basically it's what happens is that um, <laughs> you know you you have to get uh, so Raya to call and say that you know oh we noticed the number was this number and I'm the local guy from Morgan here and he's or from San uh, Diego from San Diego blah blah blah. So blah. Yeah. Well, six, someone needs to call and, and be like oh my assistant spoke with you and exactly, passed me exactly. So six one nine is is Mark's. Area code, so that's San Diego. Yeah, yeah. So, so you're also San, San Diego, Diego right? So All right, Ryan. Right, wait, wait, wait. And you guys so are getting Matt Ryan. You guys got to go be very specific. You need to go meet and have lunch. No, though, yeah, exactly. You got to not. Oh, I'll go meet and have lunch with him. Do dude. not no, have brunch awesome. with him, Matt Ryan. Do not have brunch. What we need to do is we can. We got to see how far we can take this. Like a Hollywood exec kind of dude. Oh, you would. Hundred percent. You have to meet you somewhere. You need to rent a car too. You need to rent the right car to pull up in. You need to meet. Wait. You need to have Ryan show up. No, no, no. He's here, dude. He's here. Just because he has a San Diego number. No, exactly. He lives in Denver. He's a Denver disc jockey, so he's here Monday through Friday. You're going to show up as a guy called Paul, who is Morgan Freeman. (laughs) (laughs) Morgan Freeman's direct personal assistant. Yes. That's yeah. perfect. You're Mr. Freeman's direct personal assistant. Yeah. Yeah. I thought you'd be his personal chef. We're trying to make shit happen. Because then he can cook without me. We're trying to get him a new. No, you know, p- why would his personal chef be <laughs> traveling with him to have meetings? Because he has to. He has to eat. <laughs> <laughs> like only the he only eats. Well, paper. Morgan Freeman here only eats good I food. Tall, so I tall tall can you say it like Morgan Freeman? I can't imagine I, it. I, with I you saying, don't eat the, the, the best jack chicken. I don't. Dude, you guys crack me up. Oh my god. Who else? Yeah, that was actually pretty funny, dude. Like I got to take it back. That was funny. A good idea. 
Well, hopefully they, they, they like I said. Oh, I know he. We, I, we I felt him go him for it. I felt him just. I, yeah, yeah. I felt him go for it. <laughs> I felt him just attack. He was like, Morgan you can't just yeah. be Morgan, Morgan Freeman? Freeman, like the actor. <laughs> no, Morgan Freeman. Like, have you ever seen the producer of that show, Teen Mom? Yeah, that's this Morgan Freeman that we're talking about. But no, yes, Morgan Freeman, the actor, and hopefully he calls and he's like, dude. Morgan Freeman's people just called me. They're going to be calling you, dude. Where's Gary? As soon as he got on the air, you're going to be uh, hearing from Morgan Freeman. Who can impersonate Morgan Freeman now? Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. We need actually like a good impersonation. I bet we could pay for someone on Fiverr to do to, it. To, to, All right, so here's what we got to do. We will proceed with this. But everyone listening, contribute to the kid goes to chalice. Fund. And he'll practice his Morgan Freeman invite. Maybe by next I week. Practice it. Come I on, you can practice. You can do better. You know, I, there's some things. If that you're maybe while we're in Cali, we can get the real. There's imagine if we got the real Morgan Freeman involved. I bet you that we could get Morgan Just Freeman involved, but you don't yeah. pay him. Yeah, we don't. We don't want to be the reverse uh, troll. We get him on that show and not ours. Yeah, that would be the reverse troll. Yeah, no, that would suck. Yeah, but lame. you guys are forgetting one important thing. Tell me, he likes What's to inject the name the of the operation. What, what? Operation Morgan Freeman? You need the code name. <laughs> Operation Morgan... Is that it? Operation Morgan Freeman? Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, that's it. Operation Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Pretty sure it's Operation Morgan Freeman, guys. I think that's what it's called. The, the one prerequisite is that Morgan wants to know what your balls smell like. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your ball cheese. That's just something about the smell of balls. Duck butter. So you know what might happen is a bunch of people, since the phone number's out, a bunch of people might call that phone number mm-hmm. and give him shit. Hopefully none of you will use the Morgan Freeman line. Don't just call, go rogue, and be like, oh, I represent Morgan yeah, Freeman. Yeah, don't fuck it up. Don't I'll fuck find it out. up. I'll find out. If but, he, but if, if he calls, he'll be like, oh, yeah, this is Morgan Freeman again? Fuck <laughs> off, pal. <laughs> Ten bad Morgan Freeman <laughs> in person. It's, it's his assistant. You hear him like, it's fucking Morgan Freeman again. Another guy saying he's Morgan Freeman. Dude, you guys, we have to do that. That has to be done. I think after, <laughs> after the first round, we can let that can just keep happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Open the floodgates. Open the floodgates. You essentially just call in so with, with worse impersonations and different <laughs> yeah. impersonations of Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is the eighth guy this week to call me saying he's Morgan fucking Freeman. You What's going on? You should have said you had uh, Kurt Cobain wanted to come on. Well, that's you. okay. Somebody <laughs> super. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> then we can send Matt for sure for that one. Like he could be the ghost of, yeah. of Kurt Cobain. That'd sure, like, yes. <laughs> I could do that one. I'm an edge junkie. I could do that one. Okay. So <laughs> we got what thirty minutes left on this shit. That's a long time. That's a long time. Well, that's it's if we're going. We started an hour late. Do we yes. want to continue till four? Of course we do. Right of course we do. I think we're having a good conversation to about be prank calling about radio prank calls, stations. Yeah, we've turned into jerky It's boys, funny so it's because good, the radio stations are usually where the prank calls originate. And we are reverse prank calling <laughs> a radio station. I think it's good. Yeah. <laughs> reverse troll. Yeah. No, let's not reverse reverse troll it. But everyone should contribute yeah, to the Kid Goes to Chalice Fund if they want to see this built up. I, I just uh, here's what I'm saying. the guy wasn't like, Morgan Freeman, get fucked. Get out. No, here's, bye. Here's what I'm bye. saying. Info at AdamDunnShow.com. If everybody who's watching right now throws down five bones, which you cheap bastards have, Kid can come to Chalice. The Morgan Freeman joke can continue. We can maybe find Morgan Freeman too. We need to probably that with Fiverr from everybody. We could probably get him on the show. That'd be about all we need. Yeah. But or, you know, you don't even need Morgan Freeman though. You could just get a hold of uh, what's that comedian's name? He does the impersonations of like John Madden and Blake, shit. Mike, do you have uh, do you have internet on oh. your laptop right now? I don't have power on my laptop. No, I don't have mine either. What? You guys are powerless. Hey, kid. Yeah. If you go to Chalice, dude, you can just come sleep in my bed for free. Well, and get his tattoo for free too, the, and wake up with tattoos all it's over the your forehead. It's the flight of getting there that we don't, we, we no longer have these two guys. 
took care of themselves. Yeah, you got you got yeah. a free bed here. You're kind of cute, kid. Hell yeah! Grab that bun. I can, if you grab I the bun, <laughs> I can handle that. I'll just tape it back. The man tape, bun. Tape, what, are you, what are you taping back? Which part? <laughs> the man bun. Oh, the man bun. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna like just gotta satisfy all everybody there. Tape it back for him. <laughs> it's it's getting significantly fucking hotter in in this studio. Right? Yeah. All right, dude. It, that that this has to happen. So dude. this guy at Jason'sVoices dot com does professional voiceover and celebrity impressions, including Morgan Freeman. If you go, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's a guy. Can you narrate with baby? a Morgan Freeman voice impersonator on Fiverr? I like Fiverr because they guarantee the results. That's good. We like that. Oh yeah, but he, five yeah, people but have done it. But, five but five stars. We do live. It's like pre-recorded. It's five dollars. It's, it's pre-recorded. So then I'll be like, hey, instead of five dollars for pre-recorded, how about I pay you yeah, fifty exactly. bucks or a pack of beans or something <laughs> to play a yeah, total pack of beans, dude. Yeah. yeah. I'll chip in for that, whatever the cost is, dude. I'll so chip it's, in it's for that. five stars by a hundred fifteen buyers. It takes about three days on average. Please contact me and submit your script and editing. Yeah, all right. No, guy. I'm going to get in touch with Frank Caliendo. No, this is no, the guy. That's Look, the way to go. This is the guy. Listen, if we it's get in touch with Frank Caliendo, he definitely smokes weed. And he sounds like Morgan Freeman. So we get in touch with him. We say we're a weed podcast. We're doing a prank for another weed podcast. No, we'd love to have you on the show. Pay and the guy. We'll you pay a professional Morgan Freeman impersonator. He is a professional. Do you not know who Frank Caliendo is? Adam, who's Frank Caliendo? If I played really a clip of Frank He's Caliendo hilarious. being either John Madden or Morgan Freeman or any of the other, you wouldn't know the difference between the real person this and his supposedly Here, I'll pull up this guy's and we'll pull up... F- this is what we're doing for the rest of the show, I guess. Oh, dead. yeah, we're just starting Phone Wars? Yep, let's hire this guy. Yes. So no one's got a phone that works? My phone still works, barely. Hey, while you guys are dicking around, can I give a shout-out? Of course. Yeah, do it. Not. That works? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, this isn't even from my store. But my girlfriend has a vintage store up, so everybody needs to go check it out. It's Matt's uh, Fest is there. Important.com. It's all vintage stuff. Cheesecakelady.com? So Cheesecakelady.com. No, it's not. That's <laughs> Jessica Cheesecake. This is my, my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> this guy is www.soundcloud.com. Or www.soundcloud.com. RedRocksCheesecakes.com is the other place. <laughs> Twirling Hippie Confections. But Jessica is fucking rad. There's no doubt about that. But no, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Matt. Give, you could give that one more time just for, you know. Uh, it's uh, UrsaMajorEmporium.com, and it's just old vintage stuff. So press your wives and press your ladies and pretend you have style. It's already, you know, selected out for you. Just go on there, pick something out for them. Because that's totally related to the topic. Matt exactly. Ryan. Matt Ryan. That's what I figured. It was a prank call. Matt Ryan prank calls our show with a Brian, bomb for is, his. Is that all? Is that is that all your is that all your punk punk gear? Well, yeah, I'm putting some punk gear up there and records and shit too. Yeah, I know. Some I eyeliner. Post all those records. Eyeliner and fezes. <laughs> eyeliner. And some old old hot topic stuff that you so, got back up. Or so we're gonna oh. we're gonna do we're gonna do head to head Morgan Freeman impressions no, to play out this prank. This guy, oh, this is two different people. Okay, go no, ahead. this is this is the comedian. I got a different guy for you to line up as well. That's what I'm saying. So this is Ryan's guy. Okay, so Ryan's guy. This is Ryan. Instead of calling back and ruining it with that horrible impersonation, why don't you call back as you and say, "Well, you guys missed the boat on Morgan Freeman, but I get well, I get him excited about another celebrity." I got Woody Harrelson on then, the line. Yeah, you know, it doesn't even have to Hello, be a weed uh, friendly. My guy. name is like John Burley, and I'm from Chichester, a small a town Woody. in the south of England. New Zealand, what are you doing? Because what, whatever you got, yeah. Sir William Bott in the background there. 
here's, here's, so here's, it's your po- it's your porn virus. Oh, you're watching basketball. <laughs> where I would play basketball. I was a kid from no. Northeast Ohio. It's where I walked. It's Hello? where I ran. Hello? It's where yep. I yep. cried. Yes. Okay. It's where I bled. It got quiet all of a sudden. Oh, yeah, it holds I guess a special they can't place. Oh, you can't hear, they family. can't hear our Morgan Freeman. Uh, I've seen sorry, grow guys. Well, 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 I'm in on that, dude. If you guys need that was good. That was good. You could do that. He, he just goes a slower cadence, and he kind of bitter. Yeah, you're, it's not that far I just off. Had practice. You could pull it off. In a yeah. week. So send the kid out to Chalice so he can practice. Send it five bucks info at adamdunshow.com. We're illegally soliciting money for the public kid. solicitation it's of for money. The kid. the kid. It's all about the kid. Which we the kid has told us is illegal. Yeah, publicly solicited. So how much is he trying to raise? Not well, much. Really Two hundred fifty bucks. Right plane yeah. bu- whatever plane ticket costs. <laughs> Round trip, please. Round trip. Two fifty. Two fifty. No, he said four fifty. Yeah, four fifty. Like three something. Three hundred maybe now. I something. can even contribute some. I'm just looking to get fucking some money towards a plane ticket because we had some shit that fall through last night. Oh, and, and the poor kid can't come. It's a shame. Well, basically, it's the kid can't come, and Morgan Freeman's story goes down the drain, and the whole everyone cries, or you all send us five bucks. That's, oh. that's about as guilt trip as you can get. And dude, it can't do that. Dude, we, we got to make that happen. We got to make the kid happen. We got to yeah. look, look at him. He's that crying. He's actually got a little tiny smile. He's almost he's almost ready to practice his Morgan Freeman on us. Go ahead. <laughs> practice it, kid. Do it. Do yeah, it. Do you do it. that cuz it's so bad. Hold on. Go ahead. Who his? His is so the, bad. What's the Morgan Freeman he no. was just doing? Who him or him? This kid here. What? The no, kid. it's not that bad. Oh, no, 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 it is. Hold on. Go ahead I though. Mean, I mean, don't no, let me no, stop I you. I just can't make eye contact. Like if you like if you read a story, like you essentially have to read a novel in like in like the the, the words of like oh there was a, a young boy, just about the ripe old age of fourteen. He yeah, we need to hire someone. We need to get somebody. <laughs> soon. We just need to pay pay somebody to do it. You got a little you know? work to go, kid. But, but we can continue. He had it, he had it one to time. make it. Yeah, it was the first time. He had a flow going at one moment. There, I can probably put like some effects and shit on you the voice to make it sound better. You need to be on drugs. If I don't need to be on drugs. Yeah, then you could pull it off because you'd be all loose, loosey goosey. But we's the drug. No, it's not. So I'll take the drugs and he can do it. <laughs> and then at least they sound right. Then you'll think he's. Well, you gotta share that with me, Matt. Yeah, and then you'll be the All guy. All right, you got it. You'll be, you'll be the guy in the corner going, "This guy's amazing," and we'll be like, "No, he's not. <laughs> he's actually not." <laughs> 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 this guy sounds just, sounds just like him. This guy over here. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> it would be one of those, and we don't like. I don't think so. I think he sounds the same as he did last week. I'm terrible. Terrible. No. <laughs> I, I have okay. faith. You're, you're like a five. You're like a five. I'm a five. You're a five. I, I need to be at least an eight for it to be acceptable. Yeah, yeah it's not the worst. It's not the worst. It it no one's going to believe a five, but an eight, better. you could get it away, like where they were like, wait a minute, he did have that wheeze the way he, you know, he mm-hmm. wheezed at the right yeah. time. So. He could just be sick, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, but definitely they've got to talk Tommy to a couple. Cold. They well, got to no, talk to a couple more assistants. He could have injected some Mr. Freeman. He could have injected weed. Yeah, they have a couple more assistants. He was big into injecting weed, so he might. They may have, have to go through Sylvester Stallone overdosed. before they get to <laughs> Stallone. Stallone. What is Sylvester Stallone? Stallone. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, that, that's going to work well. Rocky Colin. Colin is Rocky. Rocky Balboa. Rocky Balboa. Tyson. All right, let's wrap the show up. You don't want to fuck with Tyson. Because Tyson... He spends all his time with his pigeons, and now he used to be a boxer, but now he fucked you up. He'll beat the shit out of you. He'll punch you so fucking hard, you wish you never even knew who my, who my Tyson was. My Tyson, my Tyson, this I got a tattoo on my face. You think that I'm gonna, you think I give a shit about what? No, my pigeons. That's all I give a shit about. Alright. And my HBO movies. No. Uh, All right, wow. here I go on the Mike Tyson. Yeah, you like the, Okay, people like the Mike Tyson. Oh, that was Mike Tyson? I thought that was Joe Pesci. <laughs> 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 Holy shit. Well, you don't, you, don't, you don't, calling me you a fucking clown? You don't do Joe Pesci. The Joe Pesci, you gotta... You come over here, you call give me, me my fucking money. You wanna know? You're missing See, that one money. Was, that one's good. I stick that your head through that good. fucking hole. You know, you got it? I stick your head through the fucking hole. You come back, you pay me. <laughs> that you, one's don't good, you ever too. go over my fucking head Who's, who's doing that? that? Is that the kid? That's the kid. That's the kid. I spend a lot of time doing impressions. Oh, dude, that's yeah, good. Yeah, that, that's believable. Joe Pesci went totally believable. Yep, Joe Pesci, dude. That's your new... Well, you did it good. Ever since that was believable. I stopped doing the movies yep. together. I stopped making all the money. I did Home Alone. And <laughs> Home Alone was I. <laughs> right over with that little fucking punk kid, that Macaulay fucking coke and bullshit. They don't fucking pay me enough of this shit. <laughs> Come from New York and now I'm living in Hollywood doing fucking kids movies. After I'm, I'm in fucking Goodfellas in fucking casino. They got me doing fuck this. You pay me my fucking money. I'll beat the shit out of you, you rat bastard. Motherfucker, you. You, Jew motherfucker, you. Just working through some things. Hey, motherfucker. Kids working through some things. Yeah, yeah, he just worked out a few things. <laughs> <laughs> Did he say that? Did he just say that? <laughs> I was, that was. I was, I was, I don't know where I came from. Joe Pesci just came in and him and Tyson just before we off before together. we wrap up before we wrap up the day. <laughs> do we still have, do we still have Sonny on the line? Yeah, we. I'm here. So Sonny, you you and Adam were actually uh, illustrious company together on another <laughs> podcast. I don't know if you knew that. Of course he does. Which one's that? Oh, well, that would that would be on uh, a Subcool's podcast where you guys were uh, line after line in Ms. Jill's diss rap. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah our jelly we got crushed. Oh, yeah, we, we, got got the, we got the jam out together. Yeah, we got uh, crushed. Jill's got a fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually funny, Mitch, that, uh, you know, I didn't even know who you guys were until after somebody had posted that song to me this past winter in, like, December, and I listened to it. And then slowly after, I kind of figured out about, you know, Adam Dunn and the Adam Dunn show. And then I met Adam, and then I was like, hey, have you ever heard this song? And yeah, we had, a, we, had, we had a fun moment one evening. We got to listen to it together. Yeah, it was fun. Nice. So you guys going to write a response rap? Uh, yeah, we're going in yeah, the we, studio here pretty soon. Yeah, we're ready to crush it. Crush it. Getting on track with yeah. Don? Donovan? New track. You guys got to use, use your deepest voice, not hers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what? Yeah, what, yeah, wait, yeah. what did she say about you, Adam? Uh, that you claim that the problem was that you. Oh, well, on the song she doesn't say that. On the song she just said "smoke you like Adam Dunn" or something. I don't know, something stupid. Okay. But um, and the whole thing was the fact that I just posted that I thought that the the Jilly Bean and the Tangy were like t- seemed so related because they were like that exact same extract. You t- made it and everybody smelled it, thought it was the same thing, and she freaked out and you know basically told me. 
that I didn't know shit and well, you know, you know the classic what she what she would do and I was just like Whoa. That's what those hormone injections do to you, man. <laughs> yeah. You freak out like that. <laughs> the veins just start so, popping out like on the neck and everywhere. So well, sorry, then, well, then, then then later she said then later she said it was because I avoided her like I didn't talk to her at a show or some bullshit, you know. And I was just like, well, why, why would I why, why would I in the first place and who cares, you know? What I mean, it's like not, not a reason to hold a grudge, you know. So, Sonny, what was her beef with you? Uh, her beef with me was—I I really don't know. And I thought you made their fucking play. company. You made their company, and then they got mad because they had to fucking cover it up. That's what it is. Well, you know, it's it, actions speak louder than words, is what I like to say. <laughs> Matt Ryan <laughs> thinks that they both speak equally loud, which is why we love having him on the show. And you know what? The, you know what? The cream always rises to the top. You just have That's to be patient. That's what I told the reps this morning, man. Yeah, you just have to be patient. We're some frothy bitches, you know. Yep. <laughs> that's you know, that's really how it is. I was reminding him on his little Green Man episode, and you guys were asking about if Green Man had packs. Green Man does have his own packs that he but, sells. But what we were asking is, do they do they look just like the do they look just like the legit no, KOSs? It's not a KOS logo. It's a Green Man logo. Okay. But it's not really the same strains from what the Rev's telling me. Correct, correct. No, it's not. So definitely beware, guys, if you're out there and you're seeing uh, Green Man Seeds claiming to have the same strains as Kingdom Organic or Chaos Seeds, that's not the same thing. Support support the man, man. Buy, buy KOS, you know. That's that's the bottom line. The Rev's a good guy. So. Oh, yeah, he is a good guy. Well, right on. We, you guys are good guys, too, and we want to thank you so much for joining us for most of a show and just prank calls, hey, breeder uh, talk. Hey, you guys are having me on with all these legends, dude. Like, that's fucking rad. Totally. I'm honored to be on it right now. Yeah, no, it was a good show, and it was nice to keep everybody on for the whole time. And yeah. Sort of. The kids been answering them. It was a little less hot in here. Otherwise, we'd have had 12 people in the studio. It We're was dying. hot. It's hot. It's hot. It's hot. Last week was more hot. Last week yeah, was last more Last week hot. was worse. Yeah, this was a great show, and, and thank you for having us on. For sure, yeah. dude. Uh, Thanks for doing yeah, the show. Well, thank you guys. And listeners, again, if you like it, where's the like button? Above my... Right. Probably above yeah, me. Yeah, over there somewhere. The like button somewhere up here. If you're viewing us on adamdunshow.com or on livestream.com, hit this button. The like button. It's up here. Salt and pepper shaker. And uh, <laughs> I'll do it if we get 20 likes. And seriously... <laughs> Do you hold a dildo in your hand when you do it? Yeah, no, a real one. No, you like gotta. Well, you pretend to shake salt into your mouth. Twenty Facebook likes on the video right now. And he'll, yeah, he'll do the imitation of the salt on his. AJ seat. does it really well. Yeah, AJ did good. Salt on the fake t- fellatio. Salt on the. T- no, no, it's what are you talking about? It's salt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Mike. Salt on his tongue. What are you thinking? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? Bonesex.com? And of course. Breeders, breeders. Breeders. Breeders is like, we're all fucking getting weird. Canameat.com. So let's. <laughs> Skype, guys, we're, we're going to close off Skype for now so we can wrap up the show again. Thank you all for, for coming back on. Right. Talk Get to you guys soon. Yeah. See you next Stay week. Out. Be in touch, yeah. All right, boom, 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 boom. That's what happens when you get a bunch of breeders together. They talk shit, yeah. make jokes, prank calls. Uh huh. Hee hee, hoo hoo. Get a little bit, you know. Got a little heated there. Not heated, but you know, like we JJ, squashed some beef. JJ got a little. He was on the focus. Like it was almost like Mike. Was, I was looking at your face it, during that. I expected more of like a reaction it, that you were in the. Oh no, I was great at not giving a reaction when there's beef going on between none of my business. It was it more was, of an observation period than anything. It was a little. Boy, bit was like, it interesting to watch. It's like schoolyard 
schoolyard shit right there in a way where it's sure. kind of like you tend because what'll happen now is they'll hang out together when they meet it and they'll be like hey we're actually on the same path we're pretty cool doing a collabo we're doing a underdog yeah. cross to underdog headband cross to headband I guarantee, and both I those. guarantee it's just be cool. squashed in the long new run new seed company Lumpa Dog it's all when people when it's kind of the, what I was saying earlier about schoolyard thing is like you end up you always fight the guy who's most like you and then you end up being best, best friends because it's like you've got this competitive edge and you're like that guy sucks and you don't recognize that he's like you but you like, do secretly but side. then you yeah. think you don't and then all of a sudden you're like you don't most of the time you fight and then you like I literally had to fight with who t- turned out to be my best friend and I had to fight him I like, thought I'd been living with I was already the guards at Adam's school <laughs> pitted them against each other yeah. no and then I had to like you know fight with my best friend and it was kind of weird and, and then it turns like, out he's not a douche and then we were like you know because at first we were kind of friendly and then we just had this clash because I guess we were too alike you know and then next thing you know you like the smell of his balls and you didn't know it <laughs> <laughs> no that was Ryan Ryan was all over it like, well, as I was fighting Ryan ran up and sniffed his nuts he's just like oh hey bud listen Mike you like skunks he likes balls. Whatever. Yeah, he likes balls. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> likes balls. Wow, I wonder what skunk balls smell like. I don't like balls at all. Balls. I, don't, I changed my mic. I don't like the smell of balls at all. Sure you don't. Okay. Well, uh, help us bring Ryan and Chalice. Yes. Chalice. Chalice. Info yeah. at AdamDunchard.com. Send five bucks each. Look, Look, a thousand of you are going to watch this by the time we need to buy the ticket. Yeah. If, if each of you sends like 50 cents, yeah. 50 cents, then we're good. We're in. We're cruising. But and probably, and probably anything over the ticket is going straight to us, so we can go rage hard, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Anything going, anything over the cost of Ryan's ticket will go to hiring the Morgan Freeman actor. Oh, that's it. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. So yeah. the more people so participate, people, I mean, if yeah, we get enough money, we'll hire fucking we'll Morgan hire Freeman. It. We'll hire. Yeah. We'll find it. That's we'll make it happen. We'll get. We'll get the best one It'll we can. All afford. go to the Morgan Freeman. What we essentially need to do is just get in contact with with Mr. Paskin here, line it up, say, hey, you know, we're gonna have a call with Mr. Freeman. Yeah, now we just want to get it taken care of and get some details squared away first, and then I think we'll be. And what you can say is you can say that you know actually he was in Denver. You you need to do like a pre call that gets canceled or something. You need to have something where it's like uh, okay, we're going to schedule it for like seven thirty tomorrow morning, and he's waiting by his phone. And then you wait, and then you call him at like seven twenty nine as the assistant, and be like, "Mister Moore, Mister Freeman, yeah. schedule change." Yep, he's yeah. going to have to take care of. Yeah, some make issues. him on, on edge for at least a couple yeah. days. You draw it out a little. Draw it okay. out. Draw it out. And then when he really calls, it's like he's just weak in the knees, and he can't believe it. I'm he's really looking forward to this. I too. I'm and really then we have to have it all recorded, obviously. Right on. Well, uh, let's let's break it down. Do the shoutouts. Yeah. Break it down, Mister Freeman. Do you have any shoutouts? John DeFrill. I don't have any shoutouts. I have shoutouts personally. Oh, oh, but we can skip Freeman. We'll Freeman skip Freeman and go right, go right to Ryan. Do your shoutouts in Morgan's voice again. That won't make funny. One more time. So I have a shout out to the beautiful uh, girlfriend, Brittany, and the dogs, Duke and Kilo. And also shout outs to all the people over at Vapor Brothers for taking care of us when we come out to Chalice and the people from Hitman Grass also <laughs> fast, fast, way too fast, fast way too fast. fast that's like he his, his, his his so you so would have had to go much slower, slower. long yeah, hesitation but anyway yeah. and then anyway, shout out to the friends and the yeah. fam and the motorcycle gang and the motorcycle gang sure whatever I don't even know why I make shout outs anymore come on bike 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 shout out to the skunk shout out shout out to Giddy Up who just received a power chair from too short and some lady. He just <laughs> How does acknowledged he that he saw this this picture here. I know, but what's the deal? He's going to take that back on the plane with it him? It looks like he's going to drive it here from L.A. <laughs> on the power chair. John DeFrill, shouts? Uh, shout out to my girlfriend, Jessica. She's in Guam right now studying 
bacteria in the ocean. That sounds safe. Oh, wow. Yeah. That sounds. Start my friend just got my, my friend just it's got flesh eating disease in fucking Miami. So hopefully she's she can just go to Miami. She's not going there, is she? That, that would be about the worst worst outcome. Yeah. So hopefully you don't run into that. <laughs> <laughs> really not making him feel. Better. Don't run into any of that. Well, if you're into like micro or macro shit, you're just like your whole life is like fear, fear of bio, you know things that could kill you. So or just now nah, you get over it. Or you know you so much, you just could fuck it. You know everything, yeah. gets, whatever. Shout out to. You want me to do it? Oh, okay. I guess I can yeah, do it. Shout out to my beautiful wife, Cece, and little Nick, who just turned three. Whose birthday present I so have in the car. Wait, he just turned three? Yes, Adam three. turned 60, Nick turned three. Exactly. You, know, you know, you see how it goes. That's awesome. Um, and uh, he had a killer birthday. A bunch of people came out. It was like him and six chicks that pretty much cruising around and doing Nick stuff. Nick style. You know, yeah, he had... The uh, one girl in his little double-seated like, electric thing cruising yeah. around, and he knew exactly. It was so funny. He was just pulling power moves, like he come in, hit the brakes, and slide, and like <laughs> you know, yeah. and he go like, "You come with me." So ah. it's pretty awesome. Yes. Everybody was impressed. They all thought he was gonna crash because he went straight through some crazy shit, and he just was like <laughs> zip, 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 zow, and they were like, "Oh my god, that kid's on fire!" So it was fun, fun birthday. It didn't rain until seven o'clock. We did this, like I told you, slip and slide, and all the. Fun. How long before he flips his first power wheels? I mean, he's crashed the. <laughs> he's crashing around aces a lot. Yeah, so. I'm gonna give it a couple more. He's crashed his little three. Uh, the other one, the tractor, he crashed. The tractor, he went right down, right in front of me once. But he doesn't. He doesn't cry. No, no crying. Cry. He does not cry. And uh, shout out to my mom, keeping it down, Ace uh, at the farm, and uh, yeah, we need to. Oh, actually, I'm kind of throw it out there. I'm announcing out there, you know, uh, to my listeners, if you if you really like, we've got a lot of intern requests, and if you really want to come and intern. The way I'm talking Do some about, real farm work. Um, we got some space on the farm, and it's real work. It's getting up early in the morning and opening up light depths and those kind of fun things. So if you want to send a, res- send a resume like to the Adam Dunn Show and tell me why you want to go on the farm. and After you get the light depths open, you got to come to the studio and prep that on Wednesdays. On once a week, yeah, Wednesday, the studios. You get to come, obviously, and work with us. <laughs> Rub them wing socks on the mics on your balls. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and you, Just stay the fuck away from my mic. Don't put your balls on it because no. this mic <laughs> smells like balls, and I had to change it. Yeah. So somebody, whoever you are, you will, who gets this, will not have the chance to rub your balls on our mics. But no you'll be able mics. to at least come in and hang out and uh, work in the studio and with us. If you can <laughs> do but this is a real, the real deal. And I, I have to tell you, my mom's a tough, tough cookie, and you're gonna, you, you'd have to have some thick skin. Don't obviously she don't cracked down on you super hard. Kept you. She, I mean, you look, well, look so square. Where, no, 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 no. This is recent. She, she's gotten as she gets old. She's Greek. She gets old, the older she gets, the more like and tighter. And but she's also really on it with what she's doing. Just do what she says, and you're it's fine. It's hard to get people. And you'll grow uh, cup winning herb. Yeah, you'll get a chance to grow cup winning herb. Adam can take the credit. And and, uh, so put it it out there in the world. I'm sure there'll be some uh, interesting resumes coming through. I'm really excited. Uh, In fact, you can just call the Skype line, the number on the website, and leave a voicemail with your voice resume if you want. We'll play it on the air. There you go. Um, Uh, Reasons you want to come on the farm, just tell me. Tell me. And then shout out to shop.hoodlabstore.com. Get your Hoodlab gear, ADS gear, uh, stock up, as always. Big shout out, of course, to my beautiful wife, Reese, listening with little baby Farron. We're going to go for a walk as soon as I get home. Farron's all about walking on rocks and then grass and then rocks and then grass and then Symmetry. rocks and then grass. Wow. Yeah, it's like a Japanese wabi-sabi yeah. uh, type thing. And then hot and cold and all that she's doing now. You guys are such a... She hides in a re- refrigerator and then she jumps out and jumps in the oven. Hippies because my <laughs> child wants to walk on things of different well, no, textures. No, 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 no. That's not why I said you're hippies. Because of how you're discussing the fact that she walks on rocks and grass. It feels good on her feet to walk on the rocks and walk on the grass. That's, that's hippie symmetry. Shit. It's crazy Japanese hippie. 
Oh, hippie, 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 hippie. Man, the kid. What you need to do kid, is like salty have a kid. shower for salty four days kid. and wear some And have Morgan yogurt. Freeman call me a hippie. Yeah. Salty kid. Damn hippies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess I'll see you guys next week. And uh, Next week we're broadcasting from Chalice. Hopefully, if you guys can help uh, us get the kid yeah, out oh there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you can oh, get yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We are, actually. So. But we'll, we'll, we'll find out soon enough. Yes. Thanks, if the kid's guys. there, it'll it's be all on. thanks to you. Oh. Who put this plate sticker on my chair? What?